starting we're here it's the men with mics and it's super bowl week baby super bowl week football i feel like every sports everybody that loves football this is just such a great week there's just football everywhere like they're talking about football really because i have all i've been seeing today we're recording on sunday and the pro bowl is going on and all i saw on twitter was the pro bowl fucking sucks ass i guess yes also i saw they gave two mvp awards away Ew. Soft. This is the Pro Bowl just sucks. It's why, just dumb. Why? Yeah, I don't know why. But do you think that about all the All-Star games? Because a lot no. of people say. The, M- the NBA All-Star game, I think, is sick. I like the MLB All-Star game. The MLB All-Star game, the main problem is uh, dealing with the pitchers. Like trying to figure out like who, who can pitch, who can't. It's, you don't really want your guy throwing more innings. So, like That's a problem with that. The football one, they just don't try, and they shouldn't try. They should literally, for the MLB one, they should literally just have position players pitch. That'd be funny. But then the game would never end. So what? <laughs> they should just do the home run. Like, the home run derby's sick. I'm cool with just that. I, I, I think else. every every all-star weekend for every sport should just be skills competitions. Yeah. Uh, I like the NBA all-star game. The, NBA, the, NBA all, the NBA one is sick because it's one. like, that's basically like, what if all the best basketball players in the entire world played a pickup game? Yeah. And they're, yeah. And they really try. Like, I mean, they don't fully try. He'll just start throwing up crazy dunks. But they don't, don't try know. on defense, but yeah. that's a pickup game. Yes. Nobody tries on defense at a that's pickup true. game. No, I think the NBA, NBA has the best everything. Like, even their events are the best. Like, dunk contest, three point contest, worldwide, bro. Yeah. That's why they're world fucking wide. NBA is significantly better, I think. I saw someone. Fuck. Someone was like debating with me saying that the NBA is a a bigger sport than the NFL. I don't think that's true, but it's definitely more global. Is it possible, though, that like if you are just loved enough or even in the slightest in China because they really do have so many more people than we do? That like you automatically. Yeah. I mean, China. Yeah. China, basketball is probably the biggest of our sports in China. So, I mean, it's still the funniest thing in the world and we don't ever really talk about it. But like NBA stars or not even stars, let's call them like NBA role players go to China when their career is over and yeah, become best. like the biggest like Jimmer fucking Fredette. star in the country. Yeah. Jimmer Fredette and Stefan uh, Marbury. Stefan Marbury. Those are the yeah. two that I can think of. Yeah. That's so funny. But Jimmer's the biggest one because Jimmer was okay in the NBA. Like he wasn't that like Stephen Marbury was good in the NBA. But we as Americans, we just forget how many fucking people they have over there. Yeah. Like uh did we talk about this with BTS? How they like tweet, they'll tweet like a smiley face emoji. What the Korean pop group. I'll just say, don't be we have a lot of racist talk coming up later. Don't start being racist and saying China and Korea is the same. No. They're very different. Asia. Haley was actually Haley and I were having a funny conversation where I kept referring to them as Asians and she would be like, she's like, 
isn't that being a little racist? Like not all, you know, not all Japanese people are Asians. And I was like, That's no, <laughs> they are actually. Yeah, they definitely are. I was like, I think by definition, they are all Asians. <laughs> yeah, they, That's why I'm being safe. Because yeah. I don't know which country they're from. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, that is the safest. For exactly. Sure. You're all Asians, at least. That we can yes. be certain of. Yes, that's the only thing I, I can be <laughs> confident in. And then they're like, uh, I grew up in Hawaii. And you're like, fuck. Fuck, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I'm canceled. I'm fucking canceled. I'm There's going to be a lot of cancel talk on this uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> Not too much. For There's the listeners just, to just like give you an idea of what's coming. We are going to talk about Joe Rogan and the yeah. new stuff that came out. Cause we have to, and the Brian Flores stuff's a little Brian Flores stuff too. gets touchy too, but I'm like, I've got some good arguments about that one. So I okay. feel confident about that one. Okay. The Joe Rogan stuff, we've put it at the end of the episode because in all honesty, like a lot of it isn't really our place to comment on anymore. Like it's very fair for us to comment on, a COVID debate or a vaccine debate like we did last week. But if you want to hear two white guys talk about if you should say the N-word or not, this is the podcast for you. Yep. Right <laughs> at the end, we will we'll be capping it off with that. Right at so. the end, we're both going to say it at the same time. On the count of three, we're going to say the N-word and close so the show. So you better listen so for the whole show. Listen to the end because that's your opportunity to cancel us. <laughs> Whether you're racist and just hearing us say the word will get a giggle out of you. Or <laughs> if you hate if us. You are, yeah. Or, yeah, if you hate if us and you'd like to cancel us, you cancel us the, yeah. the part to clip will be at the end of the episode right, for we'll you. Both say it really loud <laughs> in unison on the count of three. Do you, want, do you want to just do it now? Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. You guys thought we were going to say it. Oh, my God. That would have been a great way to close out the show, though. Be like, one, two, three, then cut, like fade to black like You're Sopranos. Right. You're right. Editor. Right. Pretend we didn't say this cut part. Cut this out, editor. I could actually do that. We'll do it the at the end. editor could do that. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is Super Bowl week. It is Super I had Bowl a, week. I had a take this week. Um, I tweeted it. I don't know if you saw it or not. I did see it. You saw it about yeah. the Super Bowl boxes? Yes. I fucking hate Super Bowl boxes. I totally disagree with you. So I'm glad you're bringing it up. What? Yes. Dude, the amount of people that like <clears throat> reach out to me about, and I'm not like against pools as a whole. I am a little uh, pool averse when it comes to like, let's do a playoff pool or the March Madness bracket pools, things like that. Like I'm now that betting is legal and I'm more into the yeah, betting less, sphere. Less, uh yeah, sure. I'll join your much. fucking pool for 20 bucks. But like, I have shit. the amount of money that I could win in your pool. I have that on the line every game. That's the same problem with fantasy. That's why fantasy is like it's lost its luster. It's so lost its yeah, touch. Yeah. I Oh, wait. I already told you my idea for like a revamped fantasy that I never started this NFL season. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We yeah, talked about that ago. way back at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, my feeling with the, the boxes, the boxes is some like a March Madness pool. Just get as many people as possible. I think the boxes work best when it's you have a big Super Bowl party and it's everyone at the party is in on the boxes. I think the boxes loses it when it's just random. Like you're not watching it with the people who are in the boxes. Like I feel like it's cooler when you're, you're watching just, the game and then the first quarter ends like who won? And then everyone's like, I won. Like I got it. Fair. I like that. But you got to have a, You have to have a big, even our Super Bowl party that we're going to. We every year we try and do boxes and we end up having to like text friends and tr to fill them up. You can maybe find a way. We have each 20 people at that fucking each person gets a few and yeah. everybody puts in the same amount of money. Yeah. Maybe we'll try and do that this year. I think that's the move. We'll just randomize who goes where. Yeah. I just hate it's just it. There's no it's just all luck. Like I hate game. And I know that 90 percent of 
this with gambling, like 90% of it is all luck. Let's even call it maybe 95% of it is all luck. But I like thinking that I'm like thinking I know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Like in blackjack, like it's all odds and it's all luck, but you feel like you are actually the one making the decisions and making the play. Same thing with like when you bet on a team, you're like, you have no fucking clue what's going to happen in that game. But if you bet on the team the right way, you feel like you made the right choice. Right. Yeah. With the boxes, it's all randomized and it's the fucking like last number of the score. Get yeah. I don't know who thought of that. Like. I don't know how someone just came up with that. It's a it's, very weird thing. To, it is a very only weird the thing. last digit. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's so strange. The last digit of the score, and there's a payout at each quarter and at halftime and at the end of the game. I, I just don't. I I don't get why that what why that's the one that everyone knows about. I forget. I agree. I forget what you said this in reference to, where you were saying a certain holiday has. Remember we had that debate which holiday has the best food. I was saying Thanksgiving. You're like, no. New Year's. New Year's because all appetizers. Yes. Also why Super Bowl fucks. Super Bowl fucks because it's like appetizer food. It's wings and appetizer food, which is, we agreed, the best food. Yeah. So that's one of my my things I look forward to about the Super Bowl. I had this conversation this weekend about weddings because I somebody was like, you know, like weddings are great. I mean, they're like, you get the food. And I actually was like, I think wedding food sucks. You know what I did at a wedding recently? I got the fish. Very unlike me. Usually I'll be like the filet the steak, mignon. Yeah, get the steak, steak all the time. I got the fish. I don't remember what kind of fish it was. It was so fucking good. I made the I made the right decision and it I might not go steak anymore at weddings. That's right. I get the steak every time and maybe I'm the one that's fucking up because yeah. every time I'm like, this is an average it's steak. It's a decent steak at, at best. That, yes, it's decent. Average at, at best. best. It's usually not cooked to the way, like most weddings at least that I've been to, they cook all the steaks the same way. Yeah. So like you don't you're not picking your temperature that you want. So they're playing it safe. Exactly. They're getting it close to medium. And then they're very under seasoned. Yes, they always are. That's so true. But so true. Somebody yes. but they give you good an, sauces. Somebody brought up another good point where they were like, Well, I'm actually thinking about the food before you're sitting at the table. Like the little cocktail hour hors d'oeuvres, and yeah. like they usually have a little bar, like a raw Those bar, or like a yes, that is fucking I could eat nothing but hors d'oeuvres. For the rest of my life, and I'd be content. Agreed. My friend Matt at his wedding, right, was like literally the week before COVID really like shit hit the fan with that. He had a donut wall at his wedding. Every wedding should have a donut wall. That yeah. was the best thing I've ever seen at a wedding. Just a big donut wall. Just on just donuts hanging on pegs on the wall. There's no chance your buddy Matt was on like a, a reality show leading up to his wedding, was he? On a reality? No. No? It's my friend on the, which we're going to talk about, the Washington Commanders. Oh, oh, Ionitis. Yes. So there was a, there's a reality TV show that Haley has watched a couple episodes and I've kind of tuned in and out of, and it's called Marriage or Mortgage. <laughs> and the entire premise of this show is mom and dad gave like one, one of the two kids, gave them a bunch of money and basically said, you can use this money to get married. So on your wedding or you can use it to put a mortgage down on a house. And then the whole show is like a wedding planner and a real estate broker are basically competing against each other to get the couple to agree to like go with the wedding that the wedding planner has planned for that amount of money or put it down as oh, a down payment on a mortgage. I was gonna say that's pretty stupid, but I could see when the wedding planner shows you like, yo, your wedding's gonna fucking go off. That being like, mm, that would be kind of sick. Yeah, I could. 
And I would pick mortgage. I feel like but the episode I saw the lady was like, she's like, look at this donut wall. Yes, dude. Every, <laughs> every wedding needs to have a donut wall. Yeah. It has to. And literally it's like so the, but the bride and groom were like, oh shit. And she's like, <laughs> that did it. she literally was like, it's only $3,000. I was like, get the fuck out of here. With a donut wall. Because when you have the donut wall, it's not just like Dunkin' Donuts donuts. No, they're, they're fire like, ass donuts. They're fi- like the cereal on it. They're going off. They're going all in. I have another, it, every wedding a quick little debate. Uh, okay. I was with a, like away with a bunch of Haley's friends this weekend. So a bunch of little debates came up that I thought were interesting. If you, like let's say you're dieting, right? Okay. And you're going to cheat on something. Are you a salty snack guy? Or are you like a sweet dessert kind of guy with when you're choosing like, hey, all right, I'll waste the calories on this. Uh, Honestly, neither, depending on what you define as salty snack. Are you saying like- Like chips. Chips. If, if those are my only two options, I'd go dessert. But what I cheat on is like, I'm gonna eat pizza and like, you know, like a something like that. Like a salty, but real food, but just overeat. So you're still cheating with like a real food item now? Yeah, like I, I'd, I'd rather eat chicken parm and then be shitting myself from all the cheese I had. Like that's what I would do. That's fair. Now or, back to my question: If you had to pick one of the have desserts, really? Yes. Over over like chips? Yeah. Everybody was fucking going desserts on me too. I'm I'm a salty snacks guy all the way. I'm salty, but not snacks. Like salty for sweet, I'm salty, but snacks versus dessert, I'm dessert. Okay. So like, if you had. Like, let's just say this was literally the exact situation. Okay. We had like cupcakes and a cake for this girl's birthday. What kind of cake? Uh, somebody made it. It was actually very bomb. The girl who made it, it was really, but really good. What kind of cake? Good. It's important. Uh, like vanilla. Okay. That's it. It might have been funfetti sort of thing. Okay. Were the cupcakes vanilla? Chocolate? Yes. Both? The cupcakes vanilla? were vanilla, but they were gluten-free for the gluten-free folks. Gotcha. I'm a vanilla guy. I too much. I like chocolate, but too much chocolate also, dessert is too much. Bro, too you would have you would have been fucking loving it. <laughs> All these girls that came here are gluten-free to the point where like there was a gluten cake and a gluten-free cupcakes that were made for this right. little get together. Every one of these bitches had a bagel and cream cheese the next morning. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, so nobody has a disease. You guys are all just choosing to not eat gluten. Yeah. I was like, that's ridiculous. Like you couldn't just also eat the gluten cake since you had the gluten fucking bagel and cream cheese. That's kind of why all felt the need to announce it too. Yeah. Like they were like, all right, like I'm going to have a bagel, but I really don't eat gluten. I swear. Like I just, you know, I'm going to have this bagel because I love bagels. I was like, oh, you bitches. Anything that takes out gluten or even keto. But you kind of did that when you were paleo. Does that take out bread? Yeah, no bread. Fuck that, dude. Like no bagels, no pizza. Nah, I'm out. No cakes. I have. And that's that's part part of my dessert thing. I have no trouble cutting out bread carbs. So what do you have trouble cutting out? Snacks? Chips. Well, I guess that's I like I know you're a pork rinds guy. You chips, do that bro. because you I do pork rinds because of chips. how much I love chips. My mom has a chip addiction too, not to call her out, but she has a, an issue with that as well. I, I, I think I put big for thing. we did like a work thing recently and I put like my guilty pleasure. What it was like, what's your guilty pleasure food? And I put chips and salsa. And somebody was like, I consider that healthy. And I was like, that's the fucking problem. It's like just as bad. Like you eat chips and salsa and you crush that whole thing of salsa. Like that is just as bad as eating like two donuts. You literally eat two donuts in the same amount of calories. Yeah, but you get more chips. You get more bang for your buck with the chips. You do. Dude, I did the other night. I came home drunk and there's not a lot of late night pizza close to my apartment. 
So I just went to the bodega next door and I bought everything bagel pretzel chips and like the worst guacamole, like guacamole, spicy guac dip. And I ate it all night. Dude, I feel horrible the next day. It's like, <laughs> why did I do that? Such a, a shitty thing to waste calories on. That's fucking like 3 a.m. That's my life in a nutshell. Uh, right there. Dude, I felt terrible. Literally, I'll diet so well. And then like 1 a.m. rolls around and I'm hungry for some chips and salsa. I'm like, fuck it. Let's die. You know what I did last night? And then last night I got home and I ate, I finished the rest of those chips and the guac. And that, which it was so even, bad. <laughs> even after yeah, you was, woke up and you were like, oh, never doing that again. Yeah. And then and then I had a can of black olives and I, I made like <laughs> like Uncle Ben's like you microwave the rice. Yeah. And, and I even mixed like, the black olives in. No. Oh, <laughs> separate. I, was, I just had a bowl of olives. And then, but then I like even, I was like, oh, I got to butter the rice. Like I was shit faced at 4 a.m. Like cutting pieces of butter to mix it in with the rice. Like that was my drunk food. What a wild thing to eat. Yeah, what? <laughs> Why did I do that? I do fucking love Uncle Ben's rice though. Oh, it's so good. Basmati rice. <laughs> and rice is low key, not that easy to make. It's like those uh, little microwavable one Yeah, minute, they're the best. They really are. They're the move. They I don't save you. I don't deviate from that. I'm like all. pretty good at cooking now. Like I usually don't fuck stuff up. I will fuck up rice probably one in every three times. It's easy to I make, make it, it too dry. Yeah. Like making rice for real, it's not as easy as you would think. Yeah. You, not could, even close. you can screw it up. Yeah. So yeah, it's easy to just do the microwave one. So I mm-hmm. don't get far from that. Um speaking of eating habits recently, I saw you tweet something out. Oh, that's and we so talked true. about this it briefly good, last yes. week. Uh so I have this dude. So with Girl Scout cookies, I bought order Girl Scout cookies and I, I had the problem where I was like, oh, I'm going to order a lot of boxes to be helpful for this girl as a roundabout way, as an excuse to order more cookies for myself. I strongly regret it because I've just been eating cookies nonstop because they're there. Wait. Uh, so did this girl come like, did she come knock on like your guy's door? No, it's just you- my friend's girl. She babysits. Okay. And I'm just pretending I'm being nice, but really I'm being selfish. That's it. So that's a fair point. I actually thought that it was a random. When like, I read Girl your Scout? tweet. No, no worse. I thought you went to the Girl Scout website and oh, just like no. went out of your way to order cookies and you didn't support one of these. No, I, I don't think that's to, how they do it. I don't think they do it. That you way. can't even order them directly. I'd I've be shocked if you can't just get them right off the website. Also, someone told me that Boy Scouts do. They, I was like, do Boy Scouts all something? And someone said trail mix. And I'm like. I think that's why they're getting diddled. (laughs) That kind of just goes together. Like the Girl Scouts are making money. The Boy Scouts are like, you're not being productive. So and then they get punished that way. That'd be like the the opposite of the (laughs) of the sports conversation that people always have. Like, oh, why do female athletes not get paid as much as the males? And it's like, well, they're making more money. Flip that on its head and you have the Girl Scout Boy Scout. Yes, the Girl Scout, the Girl Scouts are making way more money. They're way more productive members of society, and that's why they don't have problems. In the organization, like the Boy Scouts do. The Girl Scouts are out there fucking grinding. They are funding the Boy Scouts to be to still survive with their cookies. The Boy sales. Scouts should be like, I don't know, grilling meats for people. Yeah. <laughs> Having like barbecues. Yeah. <laughs> we really should should look further into what the Girl Scouts are doing with all this money. Because yeah. like they're making enough money to be a Fortune 500 company <laughs> yeah. and they're still a nonprofit. They're embezzling money somewhere. Yeah. They're and they don't it. pay any of their salespeople. That's true. It's free. It's kind <laughs> In of fact, child their labor. Their salespeople pay them probably to be like a member. If you think about it, 
the Girl Scouts is kind of like child labor. It's exactly it's, what it's, it is. This, so we, we're knocking China like, oh, the forced slave labor. I think Girl Scouts are kind of slave labor. That's exactly but what they're doing. I want my cookies, so I don't want to stop that. So we should cut this part so we don't get them in trouble because yeah. I need my cookies. You'll still get your cookies. There's too much of a business <laughs> opportunity there for you there's to too, not. There's too much at stake. They'll find a way to give you your cookies. It'll just be like a 24-year-old intern <laughs> instead of a Girl Scout like That's fucking true. 12-year-old. That's true. Uh, but uh, what's your favorite kind of cookie, though, from the Girl Scouts? I know you're not a cookie guy, so I don't know if you have a good answer. But. No, no, no. I, bro, just because I would choose <laughs> chips out. over desserts does not mean I don't like desserts. want that to be clear. Um, I think there's, like, clearly a top two. Okay. And I might get shit on for this. Okay. But I think the top two are clearly Thin Mint and Samoas. That's, like, what everyone, that's everyone's go-to is one of those two, usually. Mm -hmm. I'm a Samoas guy. I know like a lot of people are thin mint people though. I like and I like them both. And I think a low key sneaky one that really slaps is the peanut butter ones. I don't know the name of them. Dosi dos. Tagalongs? No, no. Tagalongs are the chocolate with peanut butter inside. Dosi dos are like straight peanut butter. Oh, I like the chocolate with like Tag chocolate covered with the peanut butter. Tagalongs are good. It's kind of like a little tasty cake yes. action. Tagalongs are good. Uh, I Samoas are Samoas fire. are the thin mints are good. Thin mints are almost refreshing. No I think way. Samoas are one one overall, and it's not even. But close. they're heavy. They're like heavy. To eat. It's a heavy cookie to eat. It fills you up. Like Thin Mints are. You know what else is light? Low key fire. The lemon ones. They have new kind of lemon cookies called lemon oh, ups. Are Are you talking about the ones that are like just like a like a cookie cookie? There's no like chocolate. Nothing or, to it. Same with the shortbread ones. The, the regular shortbread in the blue boxes. I can't. That's eat, my favorite. I can't eat cookies like that. Really? I also like hate. You know, every year I feel like around Christmas time. Someone always shows up to the Christmas party with like a tin of those traditional Christmas cookies. They're always dry as fuck. Yeah, and they're, they're like powdery. Yeah. Like not good. The fact that those cookies are still running strong. Yeah. Nobody ever eats those. Those never go. Traditions aren't always great. Yeah. We can drop some of them. Seriously. One being those shitty ass Christmas <laughs> Start cookies. Start there. And uh, Haley's going to kill me for that take because she fucking loves those cookies. <laughs> um... So want to hear my strategy? So I've been so I've been eating them every night. Like I after I eat dinner, I already like the strategy. I eat them every night. Smart. No, I don't like the strategy. So <laughs> I so I'm like I have no self control. The cookies are in my cabinet, and I need to finish. Like I need to get rid of them because if they're there, I'm going to eat it. I'm like, what am I going to do? So the other night, to save myself from myself, my strategy to not eat cookies every night was to eat as many as I possibly could in one night. Yes. So that the next night I wouldn't have them. So I ate like an entire box of Girl Scout cookies in one night. Vinny. <laughs> Intentionally. I, like, this, I need to stop myself. I do this all the time. <laughs> like this is often what I do. Yeah. Because I cheat on my diet on the weekend. Right. So I'll buy like a bag of Tostitos chips. And then Sunday rolls around. I'm like, well, I have to eat all of them tonight. Because I'll or eat else I will continue and to already, cheat. And I already cheated. So I got to just go down with the yep. ship. Yes. All right. I didn't think you'd be on, yes. on board I'll, with me. That's, all right. Fuck that. That's like better. a foolproof strategy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you eat it all, you can't eat it later. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was, I was like, I, I was literally eating. I'm like, I feel so shitty, but I have, like, it was a mission. Like, I have to finish this box. <laughs> so I crushed an entire box of the shortbread cookies in one night, just or watching YouTube. Have you ever gotten when, and this is, this might not happen to you because you're not in a, a shared household, quote unquote, anymore. Yeah, I'm alone. But if you have like, yeah, we all know. <laughs> if you have like a roommate or a girlfriend or when you're living at home with your parents, and like it's like a shared snack sort of thing. Yeah. You get to the point where there's like maybe three cookies left in the box and you're like, well, 
I am full right now. I don't need any more cookies. Am I going to be the asshole that puts three cookies back in the cabinet though? Right. Like at that point, you're like, I, I guess I should finish. just finish these three because yeah. I don't want to be a dick and ruin everybody else's night. That is also living alone. The one benefit is I have more control over the food that I have. So I'm not tempted. Yeah. So I usually just don't have food. That's that's partially why I was eating rice and fucking olives at night because I don't have food in yeah. my apartment. I have. That's actually like the best dieting technique of all, all time. Yeah, just just to have, not buy food. Just I'll just look in the cabinet. I'll look in the fridge. I'll look back at the cabinet. I'll look in the freezer. And I'm just like, I have nothing. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm going to go into bed. Like, okay. I, one more check, one more pass through, <laughs> Maybe just to be something. absolutely certain I have nothing here to eat, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm good to go to bed. Yeah, that's <laughs> all the time. Yeah, that's. But it I've works asked usually. Haley to hide snacks from me. Yeah, like, I'll be like if you have something that you would like to have for like your whole week of school, yeah, to uh, to hold you over, put that somewhere that I don't know about, right? Because I'll eat it. I just will. I know I will. Yeah, I have no self-control. But yeah, so that was my strategy was I just ate as many cookies as I could and I was feeling really bad because of it. <laughs> um, yeah. Should we get back on track? We should get back to the Super Bowl. I feel like there was uh, more things to talk about. Um, well, who do you think is going to win the game? Rams. We got the Rams Odell. The, Odell. You just Rams. want your Odell take I want my to, Odell take to, to be right. Off. Yes, I want Odell. I want, dude, if Odell won Super Bowl MVP somehow and they won – Oh man, I will be screaming into the mic the next time we record. That's What's your it. favorite like random Super Bowl prop? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, the coin toss is lame. The Gatorade I don't like. I don't think the Gatorade should be coin allowed. Coin toss? Fun fun story about the coin toss. Okay. Yes, Gatorade shouldn't be allowed. Should be allowed so people know it. There's so There's many insider insi info. Yeah, so many. Like how do they how do they police that if a, co a coach or a, a random equipment guy knows? They cap how much you can bet on those things. But still, it's free money. Because then they'll also like, yeah, it's free money, but it'll be like capped at 25 bucks. So it's like how much free? Like, yeah, sure, you know for a fact, but like you're going to make 25 bucks. Still, sure, it actually it. shouldn't be allowed. People know that one. Yeah. But go ahead. But also the same thing applies with like, they'll always do- The National Anthem too. The, well, National Anthem I think is different. That one I'm not sure you- You kind of know. I guess there's also, they probably do dress rehearsal. If you see them rehearse, yeah. yeah so there's people that are timing it. But they- um like what someone's going to be wearing during the halftime show. Yeah, Those are things like, that people know. Or like how many times a broadcast is going to show certain people. Like those are fucked up because if you work for the broadcast, you're going to know. Yeah. There's too many things where people can manipulate it that I don't like. Yeah. Um, I like the coin toss. I disagree with you that the coin toss I just is think a lame one. It doesn't have enough pizzazz. I need a little. No, I think that's why I like it so much because it's so funny that like <laughs> we put so much money down. On a literal coin talk. Like if you yeah. and I sat here and flipped a coin, there's people putting thousands, like that bet people do yeah. put thousands of dollars. Yeah, on. I guess it is interesting when you put it that way. Yeah. I was, when I was the bookie in college, I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say that, but sure. When I was the bookie at school, I had a kid bet $300 on the Super Bowl coin toss. $300 college, as a college student yeah, that's a lot. that the Super Bowl coin toss would be tails. Well, tails never fail, so you have to. Yeah. You actually have to bet tails just because yeah, of the rhyme. Yes. Because if, if, if it does, if yeah. it does fail, you're like, ah, whatever. I missed it this time. But if you fucking bet heads. And it's tails, you're going to feel like an idiot. Because you're going to say tails never fails. I'm such a fucking moron. <laughs> like, so that's, you have to. That's so true. You're, it's okay to lose calling tails. It's not okay to lose calling heads. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Uh, I bet I, what, what do you think the odds gets like, do you think the odds is really 50, 50 with the, the books? Do they always it's, put it 50 fit? Like the well, same they odds? Do, yes. They do the same thing that they do for like, uh, 
like spreads of a game. So spread of a game is almost always 50-50 toss-up. That's the entire intent of putting yeah. the spread there. But then they take like a VIG. So it's minus 110. Right. So, but what I'm saying is, do you, but they'll move the line depending on what people are betting. So what oh. if everyone's betting tails? Will they still keep it basically minus 110 each kind of? I don't know. I feel like they would move the line because the whole point of moving the line is so they can so make protect themselves. Right. Yeah. Because that'd be funny if tails was... I heard a really interesting, speaking of like Super Bowl bets and betting in general, heard an interesting interview with this guy, Mattress Mac. Yeah. yeah. He, have you heard of him? Or I, I think I saw the same interview, but yeah. Go on ahead. Dave Pornoy's yeah, show? Yeah. And he was saying that he runs, so he run, he owns these mattress stores down in the South somewhere. In Houston. In Houston, yes. And he's like the biggest mattress salesman down there. Everybody knows him as Mattress Mac. And he'll run these promotions where it's like, if you buy a couch or a bed or something over $3,000, basically one of their like really nice couches or mattresses or something. And then the Rams, he'll always choose the favorite. Like the Rams win in the Super Bowl, you get your mattress for free. Like we'll give you the money back for whatever you bought that mattress or that couch for. And then he takes millions of dollars and however many mattresses and couches gets purchased, he hedges himself and he just bets on the he bets on the Rams that way in case the Rams win, he wins his bet. So he's pretty yeah. even on the whole. It's just like a brilliant market. I thought it was so interesting. So I actually smart. just saw an article written recently that people were saying they think it's unethical that he does that. Try to disagree. Fuck off. I disagree also. Yeah, fuck off. Wait, what's unethical about that? I don't know. I didn't read it. I couldn't read it because I had a paywall and I was like, I'm not paying to read this. So fuck them. Yeah. Bad argument. Um, fuck them. I'm not fucking reading fuck this. Fuck you in your article. Fuck you in your head. I'm not reading your words. <laughs> um, uh, but I will say I disagree with them, even though I haven't read them. <laughs> yeah, but I will give my opinion on what they wrote, even though I didn't read it. <laughs> you know what happened to me last Super Bowl? What? I had the shits really bad and it was really embarrassing. It was a very small Super Bowl gathering. Oh. I ate a really spicy like chicken sandwich that afternoon and it hit me during the Super Bowl and it was really tough because... I had to make the decisions, well, do I sit in here for really long and have everyone be like, oh my God, Vinny, like you're taking a shit for so long. Or I was trying to cut it quick, but then I have to go again. So it was becoming more of a, <laughs> of a scene so, that I kept going in and out of the bathroom whole Super Bowl. So I talked about, because um, <laughs> I think we talked about this leading up to, or when I was talking about farting and taking credit for a fart, I yeah. literally said, if we're around like Haley's group of friends, I won't. Yeah. So this whole weekend, I was just in the Poconos with like Haley's group of friends. First thing, like first night we're there, we're drinking. I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to be honest. We need to establish a shit bathroom. Yeah. It's yeah. like there's three bathrooms in this house. Uh, yeah. This is Which bathroom shit. is going to be the shit bathroom? Because I don't want to blow up the bathroom that everyone's using all the time, basically. Yeah. So what's our least favorite bathroom? Yes. And we all determined, everyone was like, I actually, some of the girls even were like, I actually kind of like that strategy. Like, and I was <laughs> I like, like what you're thinking. I was like, so downstairs then? And everyone was like, yeah, the downstairs bathroom. That we'll all shit there. Yeah, it was a small apartment, not a lot of people. There's only one bathroom. It was brutal. Bad. It was a really, Absolutely brutal. that was my worst Super Bowl memory of all time. It was very bad. Right now, it's minus 103 for heads and tails. I guess there's no way it, the line would change because the second the line moves, you're going to say it's 50-50 odds. I'm getting better odds. So I should that, bet the yeah, other side. So that definitely never happens. But so that's, their, that's what they're trying to do. They need to get like an even amount of bets on both sides, basically. Yeah. Or as close to that as possible. 
Uh, I don't know. You, I never answered like what my favorite prop bet is. So that you said, I don't know what a good one. I do actually kind of like the national anthem in a way because there is some strategy to it. Like I like when people start posting, like, oh, they sang it at this. You know, when people start, there's national anthem gets real interesting. Yeah, national anthem gets more scientific than other ones. Other ones are just kind of fun. That one is more of a. There's more data behind it, which I kind of like. We think about Super Bowl halftime performances this year. It's a. Uh, it's like this Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Busta Rhymes, I want to say. Did I make that up? Eminem. Oh, no. Eminem. And Eminem, then, Dr. And, Dre, uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Yeah, I would say a woman. It was doing it, yeah. Um, you, woman. Woman. Female. What's her name? Female. Woman. Black lady, icon, <laughs> R&B. What's her fucking name? We're inclusive. Um, I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be good, except I'm worried about Eminem. What do you, you think he's going to say the N-word? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I've been I've been sick about it all week, honestly. <laughs> that was, I wish I thought of that. That was so much funnier than what I was gonna say. Fuck. That's hilarious. I never even Could talked you? about my dog the bounty hunter story from so long ago. <laughs> where dog said he says the N-word because Eminem said it. And we were like <laughs> Does he? We're like, wait, did he? We had to think wait, about it. Wait. What, what he, if he did? Why? Wait, why are you actually nervous about Eminem? Just because he sucks now, so we're just going to ruin it. That's all I was going to say, which isn't funny, but what you said is really funny. I mean, I'm I, glad you said it. I think you could make the argument that all of these people suck now. Not Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah. I mean, not And Kendrick. actually, Dr. Dre just put out a bunch of rant, new songs, and they actually were really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not rolling I just with that. Hope they, I just hope they don't play, for example, these new songs that Dr. Dre, like give That's me they're gonna do. the hits. Give me yeah. Forgot About Dre. Yes. Give me uh, rolling down the street, smoking and no, sipping on gin and juice, laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Yeah. Oh, we need they, that. I hope they play that. We need that. Uh yeah, I think they'll be good. I are you a fan in general of halftime performances? No, I think they're very overrated. I actually so that is something that typically that's up the alley of what I would usually hate on. I actually like Super Bowl halftime performances. I I cuz I I want to say I actually am now thinking I'm having some like recency bias. I hated last year's Super Bowl halftime show. Which one was so it? the weekend Maybe he was like running around yeah, through that like mirror great. maze. I hated that one so much. That, his wasn't great. But I usually actually do like, I tune into them. Like the I Sha stick around. The Shakira one. Shakira, Shakira was, and J-Lo. So Shakira and J-Lo were fun. They were, they were fun is a good way to, it was fun. I had a fun time watching that one. Yeah. Although I, I will say like, no matter like how hot they are, like, I don't know. Porn exists. Like, <laughs> like I didn't come, like I would prefer a better. Like, I didn't come is what you said. I, <laughs> I was going to finish my, I like, I didn't come I didn't to watch come. the Super Bowl halftime. I mean, they didn't make me come, so it wasn't that good. I didn't even get hard. <laughs> I mean, I didn't bust a load in my pants, was, so it couldn't have been that sick. I was three-quarter chubbed up. I wasn't even fully erect, so <laughs> wasn't that great. Next question. <laughs> what do you think about Shakira? Well, I didn't even come, so <laughs> it couldn't have been that great. That's how, that's how you decide which performances are the best. Like, if... If you come after you see Eminem perform, it was a good performance. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> well, I usually come after all the Super Bowl well, halftime performance. Well, did Dr. Dre make me come? No, 
bad halftime performance. <laughs> but as a unit, Snoop Dogg made me come. So overall, I'm going to give the halftime performance. Uh, only, only, Snoop, I mean, only Snoop Dogg hit it right. A 9.7 out of 10 sperm droplets. <laughs> Snoop, Snoop Dogg made me come. That's funny. <laughs> Well, Dr. Dre didn't make me come, but Snoop Dogg got me going and I did climax. Um, I was I was edging when Kendrick Lamar was up. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, oh. I feel like, would be the most anti-boner performance of all time. <laughs> yes. like, let's just say for argument's sake, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and Eminem do have me rock hard. Kendrick <laughs> Lamar comes back out. Down to earth. Right back down. Yeah. I'm soft as fuck. As soon as But then Mary J. Blige. Because Kendrick Lamar is like Almost certainly like in shackles and like there's like <laughs> yeah. a white guy like fake whipping him behind him. And I'm like, yeah, oh, like, this is oh, sad. Now I just have the urge to see the N word <laughs> yeah, again. Like, <laughs> like Eminem's not going to like this. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I like Eminem must feel awkward on stage Look, right now. Em <laughs> ah, Eminem's face is turning Eminem's red. Like, Eminem's face is turning red. He's like, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Oh, Dude, that's so funny oh man i hope snoop dogg makes you come for your sake <laughs> oh that's funny but wow. i do like have my favorite one ever was tom petty i think tom petty had a when was sick halftime show oh, i, I think that. we were in high school i honestly think it was the giant super bowl that maybe that's why i liked how, it how I could like, you say how could you say anything other than janet jackson's titties that's the best one that was a good one the you know i actually had an interesting question that came up when i meant to bring it up when we were talking about euphoria last week mm-hmm when is the first time you've ever like like do you remember the first time you saw titties? Yes, not, I think not I, in person. Oh, uh, I was gonna say just like on a screen or a picture. No, the first time I saw it was in person. I told this story on the show in the very beginning. I went to a Jets Bills game and a woman in the stands whipped her titties out. That, that was, was the first your titty first I ever, saw. ever first titties. titty online in person. Yeah, in real life, I was a little kid. Wow, girl whipped her tits out for the boys. Shouts out to her. She's probably old now. But. I think I remember. I think. It was watching Not Another Teen Movie. Have you ever seen that movie? No. There's like a no. European exchange student <laughs> chick in the movie, and she's just like naked the entire movie. That's sick. That's Good the movie. whole joke is like the Europeans are always ass naked, <laughs> and so she would just be like, hi, and be like. Oh, wait. I've seen. Is it? She's like the neighbor? Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. So Not Another Teen Movie is like, it's like scary movie where it's like picking the yeah. themes from all like like American Pie themes and like. Uh, varsity blues themes and making fun of them all in one movie. Dude, I want, wait, not change the subject, kind of related. I just watched, and I'm for blanking on the fucking name of it, this Netflix show that has a really long title. Have you seen that one? Like it on your Netflix? Oh, what was the name of it? Give me, give me a second. I can find it. 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 I think you should leave now. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's the only Netflix show I know. Fuck. Ah, Netflix, Netflix show long title. That's long not going to work. There's no way that that Google search populates anything. Yes. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window just came up right away. What the fuck? Dude, it was supposed, I watch it. I binge watch this entire show, which I don't do. It's like a limited series show. This is Amy Adams. No, it's uh, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell? Oh, Kristen Bell? Yes, Kristen. Kristen Bell. Kristen don't Bell. You, don't you dare fuck her name it, up. She's my she's my queen. Sucks, dude. Show sucks. Yeah, but was Kay Bell okay? She looked good. I love her. But she the show was supposed to be kind of that, making fun of 
like tropes you see in thriller, like the girl's alone and she's going crazy and no one oh, believes her. Like that. Now the of, long title makes sense. Yeah, that is it's funny. sarcastic. Yeah, but if you it just ignore the title, like I didn't really fully understand it was supposed to be sarcastic. Like it didn't seem sarcastic to me until the end, until one of the last episodes of like eight. So it's like. So you thought it was just like an actual shitty thriller. Yes. I was like, this just isn't that great. But I kept watching it. And then it got ridiculous. And I'm like, what What is going on? And then I found out (laughs) later on, it was supposed to be sarcastic the whole time. And I was like, I didn't get that at all. And then I read critics saying the same thing. And I'm like, this is the first time I've agreed with a critic being like, it doesn't even. And then my point to the whole thing of why it sucks like my takeaway from it was it's fucked up i hate when netflix does that they just lie about what's the number one like they artificially just make something the number one thing on netflix so you'll watch it and i feel bamboozled and lied to that they intentionally tricked me into thinking that was the most popular thing to watch a shitty show so i got lied to and that was fucked up by netflix do you you actually think that's true I think they are able to like back engineer things to be at the top of the list. Like, oh, well, that's obvious. That's they, could, they could do whatever they want, but I, I don't know that they would have like other than, I guess, pushing Netflix originals. But like most of the time. No, I, I think it's, it's real. possible that a shitty movie or a shitty show is being the most watched show. No, on no, Netflix. I'm not saying it's not the most watched show. I'm just saying that because the Netflix original, what you're saying, they pump it, shove it in your face, basically trick people into watching it. So it's number one. And then I go on, they go, the number one show on Netflix is this. I'm like, oh, it must be good. Watch it. It's terrible. Yeah. So bad, dude. Don't watch it. If you if know what Netflix else? Netflix, to watch a little it. gripe against Netflix I have real quick. Rip it. So if you go to search for a movie on Netflix, or like if you like you go to Google and let's say you're trying to search like is blank on Netflix. The yes. first thing that pops up is a Netflix link with the movie and you're like, nice, Netflix has this fucking movie. And then you click on it and it's like movies like this. Oh, that's and they up. don't actually have the movie you were looking for. But like they know if you were typing is blank on Netflix, then like you're going to be pissed that they don't have it. So they make it appear like they have it. And then you click on it and it's like, here's other movies that are similar to it that you might like that we do have. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. Well, advice, your approach is incorrect. You got to Google something like how to watch, then the movie, then Google and like their little suggestion box at the top will give you the links if it's Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, et cetera. Well, actually, I have a new approach now. I think I gave it out as a recommendation on the show before moviewrankings.net. Oh yes. You have said that. Yeah. If you go on there, they have like, you can look up any movie. They have most movies I've ever looked up anyway, and you click on it and then it'll tell you what services it's streaming on at the moment. Interesting. And it'll also tell you like the services, if it's not streaming anywhere, like where you could go buy it. Gotcha. So like you go buy this off of YouTube red or whatever. Speaking of ratings, rate the show on Spotify, five stars, give it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Give it five stars, subscribe either of those places subscribe on youtube just do those things also speaking of ratings should we get into this first topic here Dude, we, we are the, 40 minutes in and we, get, we haven't gone past the super bowl the ratings the ratings god himself tom brady retired continues to do it though. that was a stretch of a tranny that was the a ratings stretch? god yeah you he's I, a ratings god i know but that was a stretch but with that retirement with the way he did everything like yeah like with the not shouting out the patriots you mean yeah, so first that he was has, intentional. So he has since corrected it. Yes. Let's first have this conversation as if he didn't. Because I want to know what you think about like the Patriots fans 
coming like a lot of Patriots fans being like, what the fuck? Like being pissed yeah. about them. So if you guys don't know, Tom Brady officially retired on Monday, right? Yeah, or, no, Monday. Tuesday. It was like Tuesday. Yeah, something like in that. the middle of the Early day. Because I remember yeah. being like, fuck. Like we just talked about how he's not officially right, retired yes, on yeah. our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right so like right after our podcast came out, he releases retired. He probably heard us talking about him and he's like, fuck like, these fuck, guys. I'm I gotta gonna... beat them to the story. So he officially retired via his Instagram. The picture he posts, he's in a Bucks jersey. Yeah. The entire post, it is like a seven slides on Instagram long. Like notes on his notes. All app. notes. It's it's gotta be ten thousand word like essay. Yeah. Just thanking every Bucks. person that ever worked for the Bucks. Yeah, yeah like Bucks fans and the, the equipment people, the equipment coaches people and at the, the fan, Tampa Bay yeah. and yeah. like the, the owners, Tampa Bay the coaches, city, the players, the players yeah. on the Bucks. Like he so easily could have just said like all the fans, all the players I've ever plays with, played with, but he was very intentional in saying thank you to the Bucks fans, thank you to the players I played with on the Bucks. It was so strange and weird. The first time I read it, uh, I think it was very obviously to troll the Patriots. I think it obviously wasn't a slight at the fans. So if I was a fan, I wouldn't be too offended. I've seen I saw people making the argument that he thanked the Patriots when he left the first time. Fuck. And then the, Patri- that argument. the Patriots also did tweet and like post Instagram posts like honoring him. And he like reposted them was like, thank you so much to Patriots. That would make it hurt even more for me. But I think it's obvious, like, he doesn't hate New England fans. I don't no. think, I don't think, I think you're crazy if you think he has a beef with New England fans. If he, if he didn't release the video that he did eventually release. Yes, he I later, he later posted a video that's like. Very New also, England yes. centered. And yes. it's like all about like the years we've had together and blah, 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 blah. But if he never releases that video, I don't think you can say he doesn't hate the New England fans. Uh, no, nah, I think he just hate. I think he just so, hates Belichick. And, dude, he so intentionally said the Bucks. Yeah, the no, Bucks. it was intentional. He kept saying it, it was over, intentional. The yeah. Bucks fans, the Bucks players, the city of Tampa Bay. Like yeah. these last two years have been transformative for me. Like, dude, I and I saw people saying the same thing. Being like, I saw two different arguments. A, he like, uh, what was the argument that you just said? Uh, he thanked the Patriots when he left. Oh, he thanked the Patriots when he left. I saw that one. And I also saw the other argument of he gave you six Super Bowls and some of the best football watching of your life. Like like, he doesn't owe you a thank you. Get over it. I don't agree with that. No. Yeah. Like if I'm a Patriots fan and he doesn't release that video, I am like never like I'm burning Tom Brady jerseys. No, I swear to God, dude. No. Fuck if if he didn't release that video, like if, like if Eli say Eli had, so so if, if yes. Eli played on another team for like a couple years, two years, and then retired and didn't thank, but retired and then was just went on this rant talking about how amazing that last two years playing for the other team and how awesome their fans were and didn't even mention the. 18 years he spent playing for the Giants. Yes, I would burn his jersey. He would no longer matter to me. I'd be like, thank you so much for the Super Bowls. I'll keep those. Those are Giants Super Bowls. Eli Manning is no longer a Giant. Um, Here's what I would say. I now, let me be clear. Eli Manning's a great man. Eli would never do that and did not do that. Oh, so I also saw someone post the the clip that he threw to Manningham down the sideline in that one. That's the best throw ever. 
best throw best of ever. all time. Like the, it's the actually a shame how much shine the helmet catch. Yes, gets. I would say the helmet catch gets too much shine because it's like just a crazy. Just he just threw that up and it just worked out. But th the actual throw and catch for the Manningham one and the situation that was the best play in Super Bowl history. I, I think it say. was a fourth down too. Um, that was it was fucking awesome. Like I his saw catch, that the, the other catch day was too. crazy too. Yeah, that was an amazing play. Underrated, um, underappreciated. I would say the problem is people were are putting onto Tom Brady that that statement had to encompass his whole career. I think you can make the case where he wasn't viewing that as the the time where he needed to look back in his entire career as opposed to being, I'm kind of cutting my time with the Bucks shorter than people thought. I enjoyed the time. This, I'm focusing on the Bucks because that's the team I'm on. And like he maybe in the long term wasn't viewing this as, this has to be my statement that has to encompass everything in my whole career. Maybe I don't know, but it was very intentionally. He like he was going over the top that it did. It came off like he was trolling the Patriots. So yes. So I so and then so now the other thing to debate here is: Do you think that the video he released afterwards? Yeah, I think is a planned. reaction or was planned. Like did reaction? He, you think he released the Instagram post and he was like. Oh fuck! I didn't even realize that the people of New England were going to be so pissed at me, and then release the video and had the video made. Or did he know when he released that Tampa uh, Bay? Like, no, did he know actually, like this video is coming for New England? I'm saying planned. Planned? Yeah, I'm saying planned. I think logistically it has to be planned because it's a lot of stuff to. It's go a lot through. of editing. Yeah. It's a lot of footage to go through to find all that. The he voiceover. Did it he did like a day. So. Yeah, it was a couple days after. Yeah. So I think logistically it must have been planned. And if that's the case, like <clears throat> Kings stay Kings, like that man is going to be a star for the next 20 years, even outside of football, because what a fucking play Yeah. to be like, I'm going to have all of you eating out of the palm of my hand. Like, I'm just going to not say something. I'm going to release this statement about the Bucks just to watch how all of you go just crazy and dance. react. Yeah. And then I'm going to give you my video telling you I love you and you're all going to fucking love me again. And it happened. And like. I think he's brilliant if that's really what happened. Part of me, though, does think that he maybe didn't expect the the hate. Yeah, I don't think he expected to be as severe, probably. Um, I'm mad he's retiring, though. I wish he played to 50. It just would have been cool. Like, he was leading. He led the league in passing yards, I think, this year. Cool. It's cool to retire on top, and it's cool to do it, like, at the age he was doing it at. Would have been cool to see him play to 50, though. My most favorite stat of all time about Tom Brady I heard on part of my take last week. Do you want to hear it? Yes, tell me. So Tom Brady is, or you want to hear the list? Here's the list of players, top player receiving yards after the age of 40. Mm -hmm. Number one, Jerry Rice with like 2,200 some yards. Number two, Tom Brady with six. <laughs> yeah. Like that is crazy. That is crazy. That's a cool stat. And I think the next one's someone with negative. Right? Brett Favre. Yeah. Like yeah. Brett Favre with negative something. two. Yeah. yeah. Those That's are all funny. players that have made a reception after the age of 40. That's sick. Isn't that? Yeah. That's crazy that Jerry Rice did it that long. Fitzpatrick, I think, turns 40 this year. Fitzgerald, you mean? No, no, no. Fitzpa Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Because they were uh, saying like Fitzpatrick this season, like he just needs one catch and like a decent gain and he's number two on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fitzpatrick too. Yeah, let's um, talk about your speaking commies. Speaking of Fitzpatrick, let's talk about your commies, fucking commies, bro. I don't want to hate on my friend's team. So the Washington football team. team finally released their new name and their new branding. They're the commanders. Here's what I'll say. The jerseys I like. I'll start with positive. The uniforms I Can like. You, could you pull it up for me? I think I saw it and I think I also liked it. I'll be honest. 
I loved football team. I think it made them go from Very like soccery. It's soccery football. And I think it also made them go from like more like blah, like whatever. Like I always thought of the Washington Redskins as just like a whatever team that kind of just exists. And being named the football team, like put a little pizzazz around them. Like it gave them a little like comedy, like it's funny, the story. You like, want to be funny. I think you kind of do in this in today's day and age of marketing and trying to capture people's attention. I'm struggling to find a don't worry about picture it. Picture looks good. I, b- I believe you. It's fire. And I also like everything, so I probably will like it. <laughs> yeah, you don't hate as much as I do. Wait here. Look at that. Um, I like like the helmets are matte. Which oh, I these like. are fresh as The helmets fuck. are the, like, I like the W. Although they can't do a black jersey. Get the black jersey. No, the black here. jersey's cool. All teams should have black jerseys. It's bullshit that other teams do. Like the Cardinals do. The Steelers do. Imagine obviously. if the Giants had a black jersey. That'd be that sick. Would be weird. Every team should have a black. The Jets doesn't work. The Jets had a black jersey, which I don't really like. It doesn't look good with green. Like it looks weird. But like the black with the yellow, black with the red, like that looks cool. That looks like a Steelers uniform. It does a little bit. But I like, I think the uniform. But their red, their red and whites, their like yeah. home and aways are r- fucking. Yeah. And I saw nice. people like making them a little different. Everyone's, oh yeah, these are better. It's like, all right, dude, they don't be fucking perfect. Like fucking relax. They're good. You don't have to hate everything. Yeah. I hate everything. And even I was like, they're good. But the team name, my issue with the team, so they were gonna go military that everyone said they were going to some kind of military theme well they were they were into red wolves into red wolves but at that first was i think there was trademark. a there's, there's a, a trademark, trademark issue, issue with that and then the other ones they so hogs hogs, hogs was there like red cool. hogs was there for the taken because back my family was all washington redskins fans growing yeah. up um so i remember like they used to the big thing was like their offensive linemen. They had like all 300 pounders back yeah. when most offensive linemen were like 250, right. not even. And they call them the hogs. They call them the hogs. Yeah, yeah. the hog mollies. Yeah. So that, that's been a nickname for the Redskins forever. So if you want them to be the red hogs, um, I wouldn't have loved that either. Uh, that's the thing. I'm not sure they could have thrown out a name that people would have loved. Well, and, and I saw people making my, someone I think made the case to me and I, maybe it was you. I forget who I was talking to. Uh, which I agree with. Like, no team name is that interesting. Like, you go to like the Giants, the Jets. Are those like that interesting names? Like, like some a, of them are kind of cool. But I heard a, a good argument made that like, like Dolphins. Yeah, like, that's like not a were good the, name. like was the Miami people like really like fuck yeah the fucking Dolphins. Right. Like now we just accept it as the name of the team in Miami. Yeah. But at the time, like if someone came out today and said they were going to be their team mascot was going to be a dolphin, we'd all make fun of them. But what I will say though is. The the hockey team, the Kraken, they like that was a cool, unique, like so. They I, did land. They, they landed. They crushed that, and it was an interesting name. So I feel like there is something you can make the case that you could have come up with something more interesting. But I also kind of think the um the Las Vegas hockey team, they did a decent Golden yeah, Knights. Golden Knights is cool. It's a little different, and it's, I think it has like a you know a pun, the pun yeah. ability there of like right. a Vegas night is like right. a golden night, yeah. but. No, I, I do like that one too. Um, what I'll say though is of the boring military names, I think they had generals, which is very basic. Commanders was the one they chose. I liked admirals of those three. Those were like the three military ones that were the had the best odds of being chosen. I think Washington Commanders is like, it's a mouthful. It's hard to get out. Was- Washington Admirals just rolls off the tongue to me. Washington Commanders is just too much, I think. Football I, I, team. They should have stuck with it. Nah, I'm against that. But I, I just think Adam, I so think you, Admirals would have worked better. So I heard a funny concept, which is like they should have given this name 
to like, like they should have had a couple of Washington football fans who are really big internet personalities, like PFT, let's say. Or us. Or us. Well, I'm well, not. me. A, you. Me. Yeah, like you and PFT, like in right. a group chat or something. Right. And they send like, hey, guys, we're thinking about commanders. Use your weird internet brain and go through like every possible pun. To make like, fun of Joke, it, yeah. meme that would be made about any of, or maybe like they give you the three options. Right. Like give us every funny meme that you think would be made about this. And then we're going to use that in our decision-making process. Right, whichever one has the least, it could be made fun of the least. Because there was a lot of very easy jokes. Yeah, that commies, everyone's saying. You said commies. Yeah, commies. is. Yeah. It, I mean, and that's probably the least funny one. The one I loved is like they uh, the team posted a picture of the towels that they're going to sell that say commanders. And everyone was like, comrags. Yeah. Like, yeah. And said like the Steelers have the comrags terrible towel is, and we have comrags. I think that's funny. That is funny. That's yeah. what, like the best part about this name is the calm uh, puns that have come out of it. Yeah. Because also I've seen that meme that you and I both love. Like, oh, fuck, you're going to make me. And oh, then they yeah, black calm, it yeah. yeah, oh, fuck, you're going to make me calm. Dude, that really, that, <laughs> that really is one of the best memes ever. That one I love. I love the Kermit the Frog meme, too, with the, uh, not this tea sipping one, the evil Kermit one. I don't know if I know it. Yes, you do. Where it's like Kermit, it's like the back of Kermit's one head. And then the other one's like a front view of Kermit, but he has like a black hood. And they'll be like. Oh, my boyfriend is like something. And it'll be like, kill him or something like that. But it's like, I don't know. I always find those memes funny. If I showed you, you would know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I will. Bad podcasting. Kermit. I don't know if I, I literally, like, even as you described it, I giggled to like kind of try and, you know. Just to pretend you. Yeah, exactly. One, that one. Bro, I'm telling you, I've never seen Dude, a it's meme. It's always such a popular one. I have one. never seen a meme used with uh, that. Oh, no. This is one of my favorites. Yeah, like it'd be like me sees a fluffy dog. Me to me, steal him. Like it's just stuff like that. <laughs> I always think those always get me. I think that's a good one. Um, so yeah, I don't hate it. It also doesn't matter as long as they win. They still have a shitty stadium. It's still in a shitty location. The owner still <coughs> sucks. Last and topic here, though. Yeah, last football topic. We've now that we've so, we've talked about an hour of football. Now that we've bashed on there, what that was not all football. We got onto yeah, eating we got for Scout a little cookies. bit. Girl yeah, Scout yeah, cookies. Right. All right. Let's talk about the N-word. Now that we've passed. No, this has nothing to do with the N-word. <laughs> let's get into. All right. So all let's right, get no. into the N-word. All right. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um, okay. So I don't know if everyone will know the background of this, but the NFL has a rule in place basically called the Rooney rule, which essentially means when they're hiring for a position for their it's front office or coaches, you have yeah. front office or coaches. They have to interview at least a, one, at least one minority before Canada, they can yes. make their decision. Brian Flores, black guy, Dolphins coach who was fired from the Dolphins kind of unexpectedly. Yes, because he had two winning seasons. They make the playoffs, but he had two straight winning seasons, which the Dolphins haven't done very often recently. So he filed a lawsuit against the NFL and the Giants. And I think he threw like the Dolphins in there, maybe, maybe the Broncos. He threw like a couple teams that he had interviewed for, yeah. basically saying that they were they were only interviewing him to meet the Rooney rule requirement not ever actually planning on giving him the job. I think is essentially, there was a lot of stuff that I've seen that was buried in there, but I think that is the, at least that's what's been said against the Giants. That's all I've bothered myself with. Yeah, so he, so he basically, he came to this realization, what spurred this is because Bill Belichick, which this still seems fake, Bill Belichick accidentally, air quotes, accidentally, texted, who's, Brian Flores coached under Bill Belichick, so I guess they're friends. And Bill, so did Brian Dable, who the Giants actually right. hired as their head coach. If you see where we're going with this, both guys first name Brian. Brian one white, one black. Uh, classic mix-up. He texted the wrong Brian saying, heard you got the Giants job. But he had an inter 
interviewed yet. He's like, oh, sorry. I actually, it was the other Brian Dabble, like the other Brian, sorry, I made a mistake, which then led to him realizing that they already made the decision to hire the other guy that they hired, Brian Dabble. And before they, were just, they ever before they even interviewed him and they were just doing it to check off the Rooney rule. So here's the thing. The Giants didn't need to interview Flores to check off the Rooney rule. They had already interviewed black uh, candidates for that job. It's like their Rooney rule was checked. So I don't know. You know that for certain. Yes. They uh, interviewed Leslie Frazier, the defensive coordinator for the Bills. Yeah. Oh, he's a defensive coordinator now? Yeah. Oh. So they interviewed him and I think even someone else. But that, so that part doesn't make sense to me. Also, I think you can make an argument here. What if the Giants were just as likely? What if the Giants messed up also? Both guys named Brian. <laughs> they got to mix up. Yeah. Yeah. What if they actually Dude, meant to shit. hire Brian Flores? They and sent it was the too text late. to Brian Dable yeah. and they were embarrassed about it. So they're like, all right, this is our guy, I guess. I can see that happening too. That's very possible. Uh, my favorite part of this whole story though was the fallout when, all right. So another part of the story is that Brian Flores also part of his lawsuit is against the Dolphins because he claimed that. He had a, the reason he got fired is because he wouldn't do what the Dolphins owner wanted him to do, which was lose, which was lose on purpose to get better draft positions. So he was saying that coach, the owner was trying to uh, pay him. I forget how much it was. It was hundred like grand, a hundred grand, a loss to incentivize him to lose. So instead of the team kind of being in this middle ground, they would suck, get better draft picks and be better in the future. He didn't want to do that. He was trying to win. And then, so it was that also coupled with, I saw, he said something along the lines of, they, he was trying to woo someone to come to the team, like some veteran quarterback, and basically do tampering, like talk to him when he's not supposed to. And he was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then the owner set up some fake, like, oh, look, we randomly bumped into him, but he obviously set it up. And Brian Flores was like, no, fuck this, I'm leaving. Which I think this shit against the Dolphins is much worse than anything that's been yeah. levied against like the Giants or... Yeah, so I think my favorite, my favorite part of that is the fallout is... This has now become the excuse for shitty coaches to say that's why they were shitty because they were paid to lose because then Hugh Jackson, who was on the Browns, that like the, he never won when he was the coach, then said, oh, yeah, I was getting paid off too. And, and I think the Browns owner was like, no, you just suck. Yeah. <laughs> Browns owner was like, no, that's not true. Yeah. Like, you're just literally like the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally the worst coach of all time. He had right. one win. Two seasons of coaching, one win. Yes. The fact that he kept his job for two seasons. is wild. Yeah. He was bad. He was notoriously bad at his job. Um. Yeah, I also think didn't everyone doesn't everyone kind of know that a lot of times that happens though. Like that, again, now he had I get now he had proof to sue them, and I think if that is what happened, he has the right to for sure because they shouldn't do that. But I always thought it was like assumed that this is a it good, checks the box off. This is a good That's question for racist or inclusive. It's true. Is the Rooney Rule racist or inclusive? Because I kind of tend to feel this way. I mean, this is a. Uh, a rather deep debate that I don't really want to get yeah, into. Say we're but I feel this way about um gonna debate affirmative action. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Like the affirmative action, that seems more racist to me than it does inclusive. I get the whole idea, but like if you're only letting kids into your school or you're only giving people a job because of the color of their skin, is that not racist? My my opinion is if it's hiring them, I would lean towards what you're saying. If it's just interviewing them or giving them the opportunity, I disagree. So I, I had, I've had this uh, realization like with uh, when this is really random that I'm bringing this up. It's just oh my god, this is so much race stuff. I don't want to talk about this. But the when the um, 
George Floyd stuff happened. Yes. And it was like a big deal. I was talking about it. And then, you know, like your employers are probably discussing how that affects work and stuff. So my CEO made a comment. He was saying, like, he was trying to address how do, how do we as a company, you know, move forward with helping minorities get jobs. And he made the point where, I think I said this on the podcast too, where he's like, why don't we start recruiting from HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities. So he was saying like, that's a way to open up the pool of candidates uh, to a group of minorities that might not normally have that opportunity. So I, I think that, I think that's a good thing. Like, I think that makes sense. So I think trying to interview people, give people the opportunity is totally fine and is justified. And I think a lot of times in a lot of situations, it's that, like a lot, like they'll, they'll tell people tell us it's not what you it's not what you know it's who you know. So if you're in a situation where it's so true, right? If this person doesn't know anyone and it's kind of just their situation, giving them the opportunity to get a job, like an interview for a job or something like that when they don't know people, I think is uh, positive for everyone. But when I think it comes to certain things where it's like we just have to have X percent of people be this, then you're like not colleges, right? Yeah. So when you do at that, I think then it gets dicey because you're just hiring based off of certain demographics that you're trying to check off, which you don't really care about. You just want to be able to say it to recruit other people to be like, look, we're not bad people. Yeah. You don't really give a fuck. And you're hurting other people who could get in on off merit, but they don't check the right box. Whereas you could just open up the pool and give people the opportunity. And then after that point, it's all merit based, yeah. which I think is the best solution. I think the problem I have is that I just like, genuinely always like I give people the benefit of the doubt too often that they'll do that. Like where like, I like to believe that people will actually just give the job to the best candidate and not the white candidate. But obviously that's not true. There are actual racist people out there and that sucks. And that's why these rules have to be in place. Cause otherwise like in like, it, I just can't imagine I'm working for a company and I'm trying to find the best person to hire to work at my company. And like, I choose someone who I know is worse just because they're not black. But I think it's kind of what I'm saying where it's the who you know thing. I think most of the time, not all the time you could say, but I think most of the time it's not necessarily like, I I don't want to hire the black guy. It's I'm friends with the, I'm a white guy and I'm friends with the white guy or the white guy's friend. Like, you know, I think it's something like that. I think that's just white guys, friends with someone else that works. Yeah. I think it's always just relationship stuff. And that, you know, if it's dominated by people within a certain group, that's who their network is mostly consists of. And then those people end up keeping at the jobs, which is why I think opening up the applicant pool to different people makes sense. The problem is just what I was saying in the beginning that, they're just doing it to check the box off. Like we just have to interview. So, like, I don't think the person being black necessarily deters them like from hiring. I think it's just maybe a lot of those people don't have the relationships that the white coach, the white coach, whiter, the white coach. <laughs> Imagine uh, you hire a black guy at your company and like, he's just like your funnel for fucking yeah. black candidates. Like yeah. you're just like, Hey man, like, uh, <laughs> you're the only need, one who knows someone. We need people. Uh, <laughs> who do you know? Yeah. Do you have an, an a cousin that? <laughs> so, so like, you know, a bunch of black people, right? <laughs> the guy's like, um, no, I, yeah. I grew up in like yeah. Montclair. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I grew I'm, up in Westchester. <laughs> but I just think in general, people knew that that was a thing. This just might be the that first people time were it's just like concrete like, proof. Just people to were check just the interviewing it to check. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's just like now, in theory, in this case, you could prove it. You're right. But also, like, who's saying Bill Belichick 
even knew. Like that's the other problem with this accusation is like you're claiming that a text from someone from a different organization, like if the Giants, why would the Giants tell Bill Belichick of all people that they know who they're going to hire? Like if anything, Bill Belichick also just heard a rumor Right, he doesn't necessarily know for sure. It's all rumors. Like, he doesn't know for sure. Unless it's someone from the fucking Giants texting Brian Dable and saying, and then, like, it goes to Flores. Like, then that person knew for certain they were hiring Dable. But, like, how does Bill Belichick know for 100% I think Bill Belichick. I think Bill Belichick did know, but from a legal standpoint, if this goes to court, like, exactly. that's, that argument He probably did up. know. I agree right. with you. But legally... I'm sure that's a, you could definitely make that argument and that would hold true. For sure. I would think. Also, just reading those texts, I hope those aren't Bill Belichick's yeah, texts because, like, it's that weird. would really, like, yeah, it would give me such a weird view of him. Yeah. The way he's he normal. Yeah. Right? It was very, it was way too it was normal. too normal. Yeah. Like, I want him to text more like a dad and he kind of yeah. texts like, like a guy trying to flirt with a girl almost. Like, yeah, he's adding like adjectives that he doesn't Lots need. Lots of to. multiple question marks. Question, yeah. Like a multiple punctuation. Yeah, dude. Weird. Bill Belichick, you shouldn't use any punctuation. Yeah. Run on sentences only. Yes, exactly. All right. We have pork slut question. We have so much we want to talk about. (laughs) Where are we at? Hour 10 almost. Okay. We're we're good. Let's buzz through it. Wait, really quick. Okay. Winter Olympics also just started. Yes. Are you a Winter Olympics guy or a Summer Olympics guy? Summer. Who gives a fuck? Really? I knew you were going to say that. Yes. Let me tell you why the Winter Olympics are better. All right. If you stack up the sports in both, next to each other. Yes. There are more sports in the winter Olympics that like you or I could, could take do two or three years out of our life to really dedicate and maybe have a chance to like make the Olympic team. Like curling, like curling. There's like all those like shooting events that like, you just need to be really good sharpshooter in order to in the do. winter Olympics. They have that. You're saying? Yeah. They're like cross country ski and then they have to stop and shoot for a little bit. <laughs> You've never seen that no. event? What? What, it's one of dude? my favorites because they always like the announcers That's... are always talking about how like, you know, their heart rates. It's literally like if they did a shooting event yeah. where you're running like 15 miles and then you need to stop and shoot it. Okay. You know what? I didn't think about that, but that's true. That does take a lot of, but that is also, it's just, these are the 10 people that even do the sport. <laughs> like they're the only 10 that do it. So that's exactly. why they're competing. Yeah. yeah so I yeah. get your point. Yeah. 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 I like the Winter Olympics because like weird random countries win because of that exact fact that it's like, this is the national sport of Norway. <laughs> if you like, live in Norway, you ski and you shoot things. I'll be honest though. Olympics in general doesn't do it for me. It's it's the perfect um, background show. Like I'll have it on all week while I'm working. Just have it on because I don't really pay attention that closely, but I don't know. I yeah. think it's cool to it's it is the reason I like the Olympics is because it's once every four years. If I watch those sports regularly, yeah, be like, right. I would not be interested in those sports. But watching them once every four years and only watching the best fucking people in the world at it, that is kind of, it does get interesting to me. Yeah, certain point. things, I guess, in totality, broadly speaking, I don't care. But certain events or certain random quirky things I could get interested and in. And Olympics, sure. Olympics, commer- Haley and I were talking Olympics commercials. Fuck. Do they? Yeah, like they get me teary-eyed. Oh, yeah. I remember we talked. It's They're crazy. They're so good. They're so like sweet and genuine. And I'm like, fuck, like I'm going to tear up at this commercial. It's crazy because of COVID has screwed up the timing of the Olympics because I remember early we in the just podcast, talked, we were talking about the summer, summer Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I remember you had a commercial thing. about it. Yeah, that's so weird. Damn. Um, all right. Sports, Sports question of the week. If, yeah, hopefully you got the people we're going to read got this far because 
you're going to miss out you get the house. Oh, please. You know that the people that answered these questions for yeah, us. Yeah, they're dedicated. Yeah, they're Mikey's. All right. So we had a lot of answers. So if, for a reminder. They're not, what do we, clip stars? Clip stars. Yeah. yeah, they're not clip stars. These are true, true Mikey's, true blood Mikey's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got a lot of answers. The question was basically more or less most overrated TV show or movie. But we kind of said we didn't use the word overrated. We, we we discussed this after the fact to justify why we worded the way we did. Uh, we said it's we don't over, want we yeah. don't want a movie that's overrated by the critics, right? But like a lot of like the regular everyday people are like, oh, it's weird that that movie won the Oscar because I didn't like it. Like right. we wanted a movie that your everyday person is like that movie fucking rocks. Yes, everyone likes that movie or show. Basically, so, box office bangers that right. shouldn't have been box office bangers. So we got a lot of answers. Uh, the first one I'm gonna. Shit on off right off the bat, Ian Robinson. Uh, ah, shit, I know this guy. The Bachelor slash Bachelorette because it's way too scripted, fake, and played out. Fuck off, dude. The Bachelor and Bachelorette's the best fucking show ever. And obviously, it's not scripted, but that's the best part of the show is the producers. The producers fuck with them. And that is one of my favorite parts of the shows where it's like nothing's interesting. Is like the producers will intentionally plant things just like fuck with people. And I think that's so funny to laugh at like, that's so mean that they did that to that person. Like that's like the best scripted part of it. I agree with Ian here. And I know Fuck. you know that because we talked about trying to watch The Bachelor. Yeah. As like and like do a little like bit a about it on, on a it, podcast. Yeah. yeah. And I just can't stand the show that much. I love it. It is not only is it bad in the sense that like all reality TV is kind of shitty. It's like the shittiest reality TV show I've ever seen. I can't nah. believe it's as popular as it is. Crazy. There's 90 you're a reality show fan what are you talking about I you love, love exactly. shitty reality tv exactly so what are you and so I'm an the expert. best one's the one you don't like i'm an expert on this subject the quote-unquote best one is maybe the worst one out there dude it doesn't stop. have as funny of Fucking moments hater dude. doesn't have oh as funny of God. moments it doesn't have as good of yes, like it fighting moments it yes, doesn't it have does. as good of characters on it and the show itself like the whole story the plot of the show we'll call it is not nearly as good as like a 90 day fiance, a love it for a married Bro. at first sight. All of these shows fucking the bachelor pales in comparison. Dude, the fights are great. Last season, two guys were fighting and the one guy got a jacket and he's like, fuck you. I don't like your jacket. And threw it in a pool. That's a funny fight. It's a stupid. It's so stupid. It's funny. No, they're fighting about a jacket. And the guy cried. He cried. He threw his jacket in the pool. That's funny. Yes. That's like an average scene on like a season of the challenge. No, but, the, but that's like, I don't want like real fighting. I want funny fighting. They have, they fight funny because they're, they're like, it's cringy, funny. No, but they're still real fight. Like they're, that's they're actually good. fighting with each. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Challenge is good. Also, it's just those arguments are actually like, oh shit. Like this is fucking, no. oh man, what's, what's he going to say about I her? Can't, what, I'm hurt. It's by not it. like, oh, like I hate a reality show where I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. Like, I'm so hurt by you having this opinion. I'm sorry. It's, it cuts deep. I agree with this one. Hardcore. Fuck. The one thing I'll say about this one is I think there's a lot of people that don't like The Bachelor. Yes. there It is definitely like the number one reality show. So I'll give them credit there, but you could easily find someone that doesn't like that show. Right. Yeah. So Debatable that's my one. That's my one con on the answer. Yes, I agree with everything he's saying in terms of that show. Fucking, but sucks. a lot of people have that take. That's a very split show, probably. So, all right, that's fair. It might not be the number one answer we got. This one from Connor Poston. Shouts out Connor. Stranger Things because those little fucking kids are annoying and it just feeds on nostalgia. 
<laughs> I haven't watched the show, but a fun Stranger Things, which I don't know if I've mentioned, the kid who I say this to people and they think um, the kid with the lisp, who has a lisp, and he has like a disorder. He has like some kind of bone disorder. He doesn't grow normally. I forget. His, I always forget his I can't name. Can't tell that by looking at him. That it's very likely true. But like you can't Dustin yeah, you can. is his character in the show. Yeah, but you he's the one who's that. in like all the commercials. Like right. Everybody loves yes, him. Yes, yes, yes. So that guy, I don't know if it's someone he knows or like family friend or family owns a bar slash restaurant in LBI. And for a while he was working there. And it was kind of fucked up because the kid was under eight. He was either 18, like he was still young regardless if he's of age or not, but like a young he's kid. Most certainly not 18. No, he might be now. I swear to God. Oh, he was recently working there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it was during COVID. During COVID. During COVID. What the fuck? Wait, this without even you finishing the story, this is a weird ass story. Yeah. So well that all right, so that's why so all the local like papers and outlets were writing like full-fledged articles being like the Stranger Things actor works there. <laughs> and he was working there during COVID. Like he's a kid just working at a and he just didn't want people to he wanted people to fucking leave him alone. So then <laughs> we'd be eating there with my family. And you see, it's so obviously him. He's like wearing a fucking, what do you call Like if you're covering your whole face, like, like, like a, a muscle like a hijab? person. Yes, like covering his whole, <laughs> like so obviously him trying to hide the fact that he was working that I wanted to, uh, I, I said to my dad how funny it would be when he, cause he was like a bus boy. When he was picking up something, I'd be like, oh, look at this fork. Isn't that just the strangest thing? And just stare, just stare at him and make him all nervous because he doesn't want to be like people to catch him. I cannot believe that this is true. Yeah, you're looking it up. Yeah, it's true. I'm telling you, he's like, oh, he works at this. And it, it, multiple articles, it is. like, I swear to God, he works there. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. It's yeah, he's a Gaten, weird name. Gaten or Gatton? Gaten, I think. Gaten, Gaten Matarazzo. Yeah, he was working at uh, I forget what it's called, Bernard Betty's. Yeah, that is so fucking funny, dude. Yes. So it was like a big thing. Everyone on the island was writing articles about it and shit. I mean, yeah. I saw, I saw him working. You there. guys basically have like fucking. Macaulay Culkin of our generation. Yeah, but he's working. a young kid and he just wants everyone to fucking leave him alone. You're like harassing. Like you're an adult. He's a kid. Fucking chill. I guess I agree with you. If he's like really, if he's saying, he was working, like he was real working, like not just like hanging out. Like he was like really working as a busboy. They could fucking work and not harass him. This is one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. That's I funny. cannot believe Dustin was being a, was a busboy. A busboy at Bird and Betty's and LBI. Yeah. As late as like, Two years 2020, ago. 2020, he was doing it. Yeah. Summer 2020. It's so crazy. Yeah. So, and I saw him working there, but he was trying so hard. To, he tried so hard to hide his face that it made it more obvious it was him. <laughs> like, and anyway, also, that show fucks. Like, I never watched it, so I can't give that it That show's fucking, that's a good ass show. All right. I never, never gave the opinion on it. I do actually think it's a little overrated. Yeah. L a little, but it's a good show. It's just not, it's like a, it, I don't know. Some of those shows take off and then everyone like, it's like everyone sucks its dick to a level where it's not. That's why we say my problem is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not there anymore, at least. Okay, so then we got two answers from Nick Deho. I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, uh, Godfather 2 over Godfather. Better story, better acting, better themes. Sorry, haters. I, have you watched those? I was going to say, this is one of the most embarrassing things about me. I haven't seen either one. Me me either. I mean, it's more embarrassing I, I for know, you. I know it. Yes, it's way more embarrassing for me, for sure. But also, like, I always had, I'm embarrassed I never watched Godfather or The Sopranos. I watched Sopranos, so I'm going to check Godfather off eventually. That's next. Here's, here's what I always think is, and I know people say, like, The Godfather, or, and I actually, I think a lot of people say, maybe his, he's saying his take is, like, 
it's an unpopular take that number two is better than number no, that's, one. That's what he's saying. And I but know, I think both of those movies are pretty well loved movies. No, I I don't know which ones because there's more. I think there's four of them. I, I want to say there that is a consensus opinion, though, that people prefer one over two. Probably. I think that is. But like I'm a, saying like number for him to say like number two is better than number one. It's like both movies I think people really love. Yeah, but I, I, yes, but I think it's still like to pretty consensus one versus one over two. To finish my thought from before, I always feel like with some of these movies, like The Godfather, no matter how good that movie is, can it be possible that a movie that was made when that movie was is actually better than movies that are made today with the technology that we have today and like every like I I feel like I would get pulled that happened to me with the Sopranos for a couple of times and I like I now I've been proven wrong because if you can I tell people this all the time the first two seasons of the Sopranos were filmed and released in like ninety nine and like two thousand yeah and all of a sudden they had so much more shit <laughs> if you can just yeah. get through those two seasons it's like regular and you get over like yeah. how shitty the show kind of looks back then and like yeah. how it's just weird. Like we went through such a shift in technology yeah. in those two years. That's a huge. And shift. then it's a normal ass show. Yeah, and they all and it's just a really a good ass show. They, they were going to pay phones every five seconds for the whole first couple seasons. Then all, they all just have cell phones and like, all right, we don't need that shit anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Nick also gave the answer. Better Call Saul is mad overrated too. Slowest show ever made. Sad. I actually argued with someone about that this weekend. Well, on I, his side, I was on his side also. So I'm gonna be on this side as well. I actually do agree with that because I breaking bad to me is the best show ever made. I'll even say it's better than the Sopranos, but breaking bad is also slow. And I told, I always tell people that if they never watched it, I'm like, you got to kind of get through it. Cause it's slow in the beginning. And then I tried watching better call Saul when that show came on and that show actually was too slow, even for me. And I gave up on it. So I actually have, can I admit something up. to you? Yes. I watched three seasons of breaking bad at three different times in my life before I finally could continue watching and get through the rest of the show. I'm happy I did. I think it's a good show. I think it's way overrated. Really? I really do. I think the fact that people even try and put Breaking Bad on the same level of Game of Thrones is like, like Thrones, outlandish to me. But the show does get better. I would say you got to get through the first three seasons. Like it, it picks up significantly after. But I season. think if you have to say that, like that's half the show, dude. But here's. But you just have to get through half the show and then you'll like the rest of it. Like, is it, that still the best show of all time? I think it, here's my argument for it is I think, and I haven't, I guess, probably watched enough TV shows and different things to really make this case. But the character development of Walter in that show is unreal. I think is it's like. Even Jesse, a, too. He's there's such different people. I think very, like. The Sopranos, Tony Soprano from season one to the last season is still kind of the same guy. He's changed through what he's Fair been point. through, but he's kind of the same guy. Walter White and Jesse are totally different people, like 180s from what they were. And it's a very slow progression that it, it feels very real. Like the shift feels very real. It, it, I feel like that's probably hard to pull off. To have a character change so much and it makes sense. I think that's why the first three seasons are, are so slow. slow yes. It's because he has to change right. slowly. Right. Because otherwise if you just take him sense. right into yes. Walter White from season four and on, who is like sick ass Walter White and makes the show like really like a lot more entertaining and faster. Yes. It's not believable. You right. lose that credibility. So I do agree with you there. But yeah. That's the point I'm making. Like if, if, if he just started making meth and then 
all of a sudden he's a drug kingpin and he's, you know, then it'd be like, this is corny. Yeah. But the fact that it happens so slow, it feels real. And mm -hmm. I think that's what makes the show great. Yeah. So that's my argument for it. But um, I agree Better Call Saul slow. Okay. Yeah. I also, I've never seen Better Call Saul, but I also would probably agree that I think it's overrated. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Jason Travellini gave two answers, Weeds and Shawshank. So Weeds, I, I love Weeds. I'm not going to hit watched. on Weeds. I don't really think that we ah, uh, I guess Weeds is a pretty loved show. I don't know Weeds like there's nothing Weeds isn't trying to be more than it is, which is like a funny sitcom ish drama ish TV show. Like I don't know, it's kind of like Shameless in my mind. All right. I never saw you either, so I can't Shameless or Weeds. Fair point. It's okay. got a mom that sells weed because her husband dies and she needs a way to like keep this high class life that her family has. She's selling that, coach. so she starts selling weed that to, loud to all the rich weed. people in her. Like rich California neighborhood, um, and then Shawshank. I think you you hate that answer, right? I love Shawshank, like yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. So I can't understand what's not to like about that movie. Yeah, the only movie. possible thing I could see someone saying is my same thing about The Godfather. Like you could watch it and be like, it's really old because it is. It's an old ass movie. Yeah, but it's an awesome fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, I like Shawshank, so I don't like that answer. Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay M style uh, underscore stylist the office she goes the office hate it not my kind of humor at all not good reasons office is universally loved i would say it's definitely a good answer in terms of like, like what we were what, asking yes. for from the question not a great argument not much of an argument yeah no i mean i guess i get it it's like i saw someone someone else said that to me too in person when i i just brought this up in conversation someone said that the office is just not their kind of humor because it's just people <sighs> Just trying to intentionally be awkward. So one of my like answers that. is, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it. <coughs> People try and. <coughs> oh, oh, God. COVID. He's dying. He's dying. People trying to intentionally be awkward. <coughs> Isn't that what the workplace is? So my, I guess not intentionally. My answer. I have, a, I have a movie and I have a TV show answer for this one. My TV show answer is like two folds. It's both Friends and Seinfeld. I love Friends. I, I can't get on board with that. So, and it, this actually, didn't I say not to for people not to give that as an answer? And now you're giving that as an answer. I literally use those two to be like, don't give that as an answer as an answer because it's very split. This is a bigger, more encompassing thing, though. I hate all shows with laugh tracks. I cannot do it. I cannot take you telling me when I'm supposed <laughs> to laugh. Tell me when to fucking laugh. Yes, just make your jokes, and if they're actually funny, I'll laugh. So, which this is another thing where that's something you would expect me to hate on, but laugh tracks don't bother me at all. I don't have an opinion on either way. It, does, it doesn't add or subtract from the show for me. Especially with shows like fucking Big Bang Theory today. With like Friends and um, Seinfeld, it makes a little bit more sense because those were filmed with live audiences. I don't think Big Were they? Yeah. No, they were not. That's how they started with the laugh track thing. Because uh. they filmed them, the episodes with a live audience there. And the audience starts laughing at that point. So that's why the characters in the show are like, they like say something. And they kind of And then everybody just pauses. Like if yeah. you did that in real life, everyone would be like, what the fuck are you doing? And then they wait for the laughing to stop. And then they continue with the scene. Oh. So they put the laugh tracks in. This might be misinformation. I feel like I need to confirm this. This is a fact. They okay. put the laugh tracks in. I know this is a fact because I was hating on friends for having laugh tracks. And then you looked into in it. In a team meeting. And oh. my boss loves well, friends. They're not spreading misinformation. True. I never looked it up. Yeah. But my boss loves friends. And she's like, it was a live audience. And I was like, well, 
they still put the laugh track in. Like the live audience doesn't laugh on the exact same cadence every time. Here, all right, here's what I think about laugh tracks. The laugh tracks become a problem if it's a show you don't find funny. Because then you're saying, they're laughing and this isn't funny. The laugh track is ridiculous. But if like for me, I find friends funny. So when they're laughing, I'm laughing. So the laugh track makes sense to me in my head. So that's why the laugh tracks don't bother me. I very rarely would watch a show with a laugh track where I hated the show. Like Big Bang Theory would be one. I probably wouldn't find that show funny, but I don't watch it. So I don't, the laugh track wouldn't bother me. Can I admit something to you? Like how I feel about this, the person that said that the office is like not their kind of humor. Okay. Like I, I wasn't going to say this. I just think they're dumb. <laughs> okay. Like I just think just I'm sorry for whoever you it's, are. Like I love elegant. that you listen. I'm really happy about that. Yeah. But like, keep listening, Lindsay. You're just actually too dumb to understand the office. So sorry for you. Sorry, honey. I feel bad. Sorry, sweetie. Uh, oh, honey, uh, take a seat. So just have, take a million seats, honey. We have two more answers, uh, and then we'll give our, and we can move on. How I met your mother from Mo. No other thing, but that's all he said. And then I agree. I mean, I don't like that show. I think that's a laugh track show, though. Yeah, it could be. And then Julia Snackleton. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real Ashen laugh. That's a real last name. We went joke. to college with this girl. Julia Snackleton? I, yes. Did I go to college with Julia Snackleton? Yes, we both did. Do, do I know <laughs> We Julia? went to the same college. Do I know Julia Snackleton? Probably if you looked at her picture. I don't know. I knew she took me to a formal one time. She was oh, like a Gamma sick. Phi girl. Yeah, it actually was pretty sick. That's sick. Nice, dude. Thanks, bro. Boy, it gets late. Um, the Princess Diaries and Hathaway is the reason why I hate this movie so much. Wait, I haven't seen that movie in so long, but how could you hate I like that, that movie? I like yeah, that movie too. how could you fucking hate The Princess <laughs> yeah, Diary? I kind of like that movie too. It just seems like there's nothing hateable about that movie. Like, what about that movie actually? Do I you- could see hating Anne Hathaway, I guess. She's kind of blah. But I like that movie though. Anne Hathaway's blah? She gives off blah vibes. You're right. She does. She that's her character. Yes. Yeah. She gets typecasted as like, like the, the woman bl- who's like, like blah. Yes. Like she's like not. And then like yeah. she has to go through transformation right. by the end of the movie. Yes. She's yeah. just a regular. She's just a regular girl like next door. It's a fair point. Yeah. Um, all right. So those are all the answers we got. My I'll say my answer. You give yours. We'll say which is our favorite. We'll move on. Uh, my favorite or my overrated movie is Parasite. Yeah, I, I disagree with you so hard on it's this. It's kind one. of the same thing where it won the it, it won the Oscar, so then I went back and watched it, and I was like, "This movie is good." And then this was also a movie where everyone else told me it was great. I went back and watched it. It was good. The plot line was relatively basic. I felt like I didn't, I didn't think it was that. I think if that movie wasn't in Korean, no one gives a fuck. It's just like a good movie. But then just because it's in Korean, everyone sucks his dick. There, I said it. Relative. I like the director, though. The director guy is cool, and I liked how he was during the when he won and shit like that. Cool dude. Movie was good, but I think it gets his dick sucked because it's Korean. Relatively basic plot line? Someone's hiding in your basement. Like, I don't know. It just wasn't. That was like. He kills the, and he kills, I don't know. It just the wasn't. bigger plot line here is that like, it's like the rich Yes, it's just, dude, it's every fucking movie is that. You think that's a and then new it's, plot and then, line? And then it's like the guy, he gets the job, right? And then he gets his sister a job with them and then his dad a job with them. And they're effectively like the parasite suckling off this rich yes, family. Dude, it's so basic. And then come to find out that the fucking other housekeeper was doing the same fucking thing. Yes. And she was living in their basement and they didn't even know about Like that. How is that a basic. boring? That is not basic. a basic Dude, plot line. Ninety percent of movies that have some deeper plot line is somehow like 
the rich versus the poor. I fucking watched that platform movie that That's Netflix not, shut the down, rich. which was Spanish. And then you watch it and it's the same thing. It's like, oh, the people at the top and then they don't care about the people at the bottom. The people at the bottom get no food. Oh, it's a rich. Every fucking movie with a deep plot line is that. Listen, rich versus the poor. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a plot line. The the that's, the that's your takeaway. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Dude, you, every movie's that. I get it. Fucking rich people are mean. The plot feel line bad in for the Parasite is fucking sick. Nah, it's it is not. so good. Every single second of that movie, you do not know what is coming next. I thought it was pretty predictable. Get the fuck out of here! That this woman's husband lives in the basement. And has been staying down there, and like that's he's flickering. Get the fuck out once of here! Once it once it starts going down that road, everything else is just like there's no spin after that. Like once you start, once the movie starts going that direction, like that's the direction the rest of the movie. I don't think like there's any more surprises after that. I, I thought that movie was. I don't think it's bad. It's just like not the the best movie of the year. Just no, it's, it wasn't. I don't remember what the movies were that year, but it just was not the best movie of any year that could have come out. You gonna look it up? I, I want to look up at least, yeah. Oscar Best Picture nominees 2020. All right, there are some good ones here. I'm trying to think of I I never saw Little Women. But I think I've seen the play. That's just like a boring ass. Okay, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood could have given it a run for its money, I would say. In a way. Are you looking at I'm these as well? I'm trying to. Just search Oscars Best Picture nominees 2020. Nineteen seventeen war movie. I don't know. I think it's tough to give war, a war. War movies are also overrated. I can't watch war movies. I'm sorry. I know we just said Shawshank, like all that shit, but war movies are kind of just the same thing. Like I've seen too many. They're always they're always good. They're not bad, but it's just it doesn't excite me the plot line of war movies. I I like war movies. I think war movies are entertaining because okay, so this Joker Joker was that year, and you're telling you're telling me Parasite's better than Joker? Yes, dude. No, Joker's Joker's one of the most overrated movies of all time. No fucking way. Yes. No, that Joker is one of the most overrated movies of all time. What? Yes. Oh, wait. No, this is the one. Yeah, with Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix is one of my favorite actors, low-key, even though he's fucking weird. It talked about cow milk that one time. I think he won best actor in that that year. I don't know if we made this argument on our podcast, but I had this argument with someone where they were trying to say that like... It was like Joaquin Phoenix and his role as the Joker is like the best role of all time. Like blah, blah, blah. No, I wouldn't say that. But that dude, Joker is so much better than fucking Parasite. That's no. it. That, this, pro- this proved my point. There's, there's the Irishman. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Joker. I haven't seen Ford vs. Ferrari. Ford vs. Ferrari's that. ass. Really? Everyone I hated that, good. that movie. Okay. But dude, there's no way Parasite was. Nah. Yes, Parasite was just like no. The only movie here that Parasite maybe no. even comes close to is Once Upon no. a Time in Hollywood. Nope. Jojo Rabbit's a great movie, but it's a little less like. Anyway, it's just a fun movie. At least that's what I thought. Yeah, no, I, I'm I this I feel strong more strongly in my take because I had that take before seeing what the other nominees were. No, dude, Joker is like so more. Joker's so good. so much more overrated than almost that. Like I want to change my entire. <laughs> opinion to the joker to the joker <laughs> but i'm not going to so mine is going to be all of the avengers movies and i'm on board with this i'm taking all of them and i'm actually going to be specific here and not say superhero movies as a whole because i actually think 
Batman when, fucks. Yeah, when they take time to zero in on just one superhero. There's character I still, development. I still am not crazy about superhero movies. They're not my favorite in the world. Same. Um, but when they zero in on one superhero, it's kind of like them being the superhero. It's like just, I don't know, a part of the movie. It's not right. There's the more entire movie yes. where like when it's the Avengers movies and they have like 20 different superheroes at play, all it is is just like superhero stuff this, superhero yeah. stuff that. Like, oh, uh-huh, the bad guy, uh-huh. we got to get him. Oh, and then this guy's here. Oh, I'm going to fight him. Yeah, I'll never not- forget. I watched the most recent one when he snaps his fingers and ends the world or whatever. Infinity oh, uh, War, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I watched that one in theaters and there's a, the scene where, I don't know if you've seen it. But there's a scene where like, so nobody can pick up or touch Thor's hammer. That's like the big thing. Like it's too heavy. Nobody could pick it up. And Captain America like is in a pinch and like calls it to himself. And like the hammer's not supposed to go to anybody but Thor. And it comes to him. And then he's like wielding it. And literally people in the theater I was in stood out of their seats and started whistling and clapping. (laughs) I'd walk out. And like, (laughs) I like had to tap my friend next to me. I was like, I don't get it. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? I was like, just because they're kicking ass now, everyone's cheering. I was like, this is so weird. So lame. (laughs) I've just never been in all fairness. I've never been a huge fan of superhero movies as a whole, but like the Avengers ones, really, I don't understand the hype around them. I'll, yeah. I'll never be able to understand it. I'm on board with And you I know here. we have some homies from a comic book store up in Buffalo now. So oh, yeah. I'd love to hear like their that. feedback on, yes. on this opinion. That's good. That's also, true. I'd like to hear what they thought about Joker. Because I bet you they're on my side. No, Joker's good, dude. Fuck off. Joker's so much better than Parasite. Uh, if we are going to choose a winner, I think Nick's Better Call Saul answer was one of the better ones. Should we and give... two answers. Should we give the... Um, the award... The... Joe Cali Memorial Worst Answer of the Week Award to the girl who said The Office. But, but like Joe got worst answer because Joe really tried and his answer was bad. She tried. No, nah, she just she said just, The Office is not my kind of humor. Like she didn't really try too hard. Okay. Like, so I don't think she gave like I don't want to incentivize people to give just like not trying answers. I want you to like try then your answer just sucks. Okay. So, <laughs> like Joe's. so this week the Joe Cali Memorial which award. I think Joe did give an answer. I think Joe did DM us an answer that I don't have here. It, right didn't, now. it didn't even make it for worst answer. Canada. Yeah. It was just like, it was blah. Sorry, no, Joe. Sorry, Joe. I, I can't, I don't want to go through to find it. <laughs> <laughs> so stranger things, better call Saul. You like the bachelor. We'll decide who's going to, who do you think should get it? Or who, who gave in your opinion, the best argument to support them? <laughs> I think post. I think Connor Poston had the funniest one, say, just saying those little fucking kids are annoying. I thought that was just funny. That made me laugh the hardest. And then I think uh, Nick's "Better Call Saul" is being too slow. Was like, I agreed with that the most of all the answers. I say we give it to them both. All right, double winner. All right, Nick double and, winner. Nick and Connor. Poston, Nick and Connor. You're getting hot sauce. Congrats. Thanks for writing in, gentlemen. Shouts out. Thanks for everybody that wrote in. Thank by you. the way, we didn't get a chance to read everyone's this week because we got. So yes. many fucking responses. We keep getting a lot, which is good. Also, <laughs> where we wanted to do this early in the show to make sure people like get to it and they'll like do it the next week. And we're at <laughs> like an hour 40 and we're just telling you the question for next week. So we'll definitely have to post it on Instagram. But what is a weird combination, weird food combination that you do that you think slaps? Yep. So it's like you put like pineapples on your pizza. Don't say that. That's too basic, but something like that. Like, Oh, if you put this condiment on this or mix these two foods, like 
it sounds gross, but trust me, it's really good. Yeah. So I actually don't know if I have one, so I'm gonna have to really try to think hard. I have a, I have a, I have a real good one. Do you? That you're gonna be so grossed out by, but it actually fucking slaps. Okay, so this is gonna be a good one. So I think this, there's a lot of things up in the air for this. Yeah. Um. All right, let's finish up with Mr. Joe N-word Rogan. Yeah. So, I don't know if I missed. I feel like you might be more in the loop of the story, but all I saw the newest update i suppose in this saga is that a video was released which was just a cut up of all the times he said the n-word on his podcast yeah so there were so some compilation video of him just saying n-word after n-word after n-word went viral and then spotify deleted 71 episodes which i guess people are assume that those are the episodes in which he said the n-word so that means 71 times um joe rogan had said the n-word or someone i guess on his show had said the n-word and they deleted it uh, so it went from, obviously we talked about last week, all COVID misinformation and that kind of stuff to now the conversation. And he, he's also had issues with people saying he's transphobic in the past. So that was like the first time people gave him shit was cause he has the opinion that, uh, like it started because he had an issue with trans athletes, like men transitioning into women and then competing as women and particularly in MMA that was happening. So he had a problem with that, which then led to like people saying he's in and he's had people who kind of have like anti-trans stance and certain things. So he gets transphobic labeled a lot. Then recently it was code misinformation. Now he's getting labeled racist because of this N word stuff. There's also been a few other things like he made a, a not good planet of the apes race joke, joke which was bad. And there might be one other thing. I'm, oh, there, I saw something else where this guy, it was some guy who I think it, he's like a weird like Holocaust denier and something else. He's just like a weird dude. And he had him on once a long time. Not, I don't know how long ago. It was a while ago. And he tried, the guy he was interviewing was making the argument. He was saying that black people have a different gene that makes them more aggressive. And Joe Rogan did push back on him. But then that was the argument. People say you're platforming bad people who can spread like fucked up stuff to people. So like to a lot of people. So that yeah. like goes so, down that road and things like that. So. so here's my thoughts in a nutshell, I think, on this. This is actually something where if this makes you hate Joe Rogan or not want to listen to his show, I think you have a fair point. I now, think everyone always has a fair reason. To, if you don't like him, you don't like him. And this is a fair reason to not like him. Yes, sure, but, so. if you, but if you told if you me. If you a problem with it. Yeah. If you told me like after, you know, the COVID stuff and the vaccine stuff, like I hate Joe Rogan. I don't listen to Joe Rogan yeah, because he's saying. against getting vaccinated. Right. You'd push back. I would be like, yeah. you're, I think you're a fucking moron. And I, but like, sure. Yeah, like you you're reacting. Yeah. yeah. I think you're an idiot. Yeah. This stuff is where I'm like, I like, yes, if you don't like, like personally, I think any comedian or any content person that's been doing this for how long that he's been doing it will have moments where he will probably make a joke that doesn't hit or doesn't hit in 2020 that he made in 20, 2022, dude. 2022 that he made in like 2016, let's right. say. You know what I mean? Like we talk about it all the time. We joke about it all the time. We see like old Facebook posts. I got to delete my Facebook. That Please don't up. go through it. Yeah. That like are saying shit that I would never even contemplate 
saying now yeah. in a private conversation, let yeah, alone yeah, that's actually posting true. on my Facebook status to everyone that ever wants to that's see That's actually, it. I never thought about it that way, but yeah, there are things that I wouldn't even say, I don't even say to friends, like I don't say to anyone, private, public, anywhere, and then like I'm scared to. Yeah. And I, you learn more, but you're like, there's no way I could say that. And I used to just throw it around on on the internet. Seriously. With my name. It's like, like yeah. yell it across like yeah. the school you to a care. friend. Yeah. Like, yeah, like retarded. Yeah. Whoa, dude. I know. Don't say the other one. I know the other one you're thinking. The F Don't word. say it. Don't say it. I, I'm not going to. Do you want do me it. to say it? <laughs> no. I'm Because like we like we used to. I used That's to how normal. Like right now, I'm, I'm nervous about actually saying. Yeah. Whoa. I'm going to bleep it. Listen, I'm nervous about saying that. And like that is shit that we used to say to each other as like recently yeah. as like senior year of high school. Yeah. Like yeah. regularly. And that Which shit just really changes over recent. time. That was like 10 years ago. It's now, not that recent. <laughs> do I think like Joe Rogan is probably very edgy and probably has said it more recently than he'd like to admit? He's less edgy now than he was, but th- he was definitely edgy not that long ago. Part of me also thinks like about the N-word that it's the stigma surrounding it makes it more powerful for the people that want to use it for hate almost. Yeah, I can see that. I like, can, and it's also not, again, this is all caveated, caveated on like, we're two white dudes. This is not at all our place to say. These are just like our opinions and like what's popping into our heads about it. Uh, Tyler, the creator used to have that opinion where he's, he would always say words don't matter. Like if you, like people act like words matter, you're, you're assigning a power when you act like it matters so much, like it bothers you and stuff like that. So that kind of is along with what you're saying. Um, like the one instance I saw in 2017, like the the nature in which he said it, and this is even in the clip that was taken out of context, like the nature in which he said it is they were talking about words that are derogatory and talking about like how crazy it is, how like un like how like the N-word is like the one thing we've all agreed that like nobody will ever say, but like all the other really derogatory words, like we can still say it and like it's like if you're not saying it in a hateful sense, it's actually okay to say the word. Yeah. But like the N-word is the one thing that like even if you're just like saying it, like even if we just wanted to say it right now to be like if I spelt it on the wall and I was like, what does that word say? Yeah. You still can't say it. Yeah. Like not even if it's not directed at anyone or to anyone. It is a crazy thing to think about. My What I struggle with this is like we were saying other words that we used to say that now we no, we shouldn't say and we don't say. The N-word something, I always ha- was like that. Even I remember in high school, people- That would, you couldn't say. Even in high school, I remember people would tweet and like post on Facebook like rap lyrics where they say it. And even I, I remember distinctly, even at that time, I would be like, be like a white kid doing it. I'm like, that's weird. Like you're white. I, like I'm, I'm surprised that you feel like at that time before people, and people still cared about it, but it was less of a thing. I thought it was weird that people felt okay enough to do that. Like I never felt. Uh, so let me ask you this: Did you go to school with like mostly at least white a kids. decent number of black kids, though? Yeah. Like you had like black kids in your friend group. Yeah. So like we didn't. There was a black kid yeah, at our school. Maybe. One, and like it used to be used in. I remember feeling the same way, being like, "I'm just never going to say that word." But like kids around us used to use it the same way that like their favorite rapper uses it. Like that's how they refer to their friends and we're all a bunch of white dudes, but because there's not a black person in the room to check that kid, 
nobody like says anything to him. Like, who am I to be like, hey, you shouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah, right. You're not going to. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with a lot of things. Like, uh, like honestly, I remember like saying the F word. Uh, there was a girl whose brother was gay. And I remember her being one of the only people who was like, would be very adamantly angry when someone would say it like back then. And she was like one of the only people because she had a, like, she took offense to it personally because her brother was gay. So that's why I like it. Bothered first her. time I ever realized it, not that it was a bad word, but the first time I ever like got in a situation like that. So one of our friends from when we were younger, this was, we were probably around freshman year of college. I think it was a break of freshman year of college. One of our friends who went to our school and then moved out somewhere else, he had recently come out on Facebook and he was home visiting. So it was like me, him, and my one other buddy in the kitchen. And we were just all like talking like we always do bullshitting. And I and AJ, my my buddy AJ like had these uh like Uggs. He was like the first guy to start wearing Uggs. Now like guys wear them all the time. And I was like, you and your Uggs, AJ, like you're such a yeah, bat. like yeah. literally said, and I was like, as I was saying, I was like, and That's, he and he yeah. looked at me and he's like, it's okay, dude. Like, I know you don't yeah. mean anything by it. And I yeah. was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I was like, I did not mean to do that. But that is like, you have to know, you have to not use it at any point in time because you'll use it when you can't. Like you, you can't use it anytime. So you might as well just. Yeah. I think what happens is kind of what you're saying. People don't. You just, you just, they just don't care. Think it doesn't matter because you're just in situations where it's never actually offending who it would offend. And then when you get in a situation like that, and then you, that's when it, you have more of a realization of how it can offend someone. Yeah. And it all depends on your feeling about the person that's saying the word. And I think part of us, like, at least with Joe Rogan, like, I think Joe Rogan is a, a good person genuinely. Yeah. Like, I really do believe that like inside him, he is like never trying to cause harm on someone is actually a good guy. So I don't think he would ever use that word in a hateful way. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I very much agree. That's how I feel as well. But it's definitely now something where it's like, I'm certainly not going to be going out to jump on Joe Rogan's like soapbox and, and chant and root for him anymore. So, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I don't have a problem with people who have a problem with him doing that. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't like talking about this stuff. It's just yeah. Like, but, you it's, know, all right, I mean, it's a, like kind a of, very tricky thing to talk about. Yeah. I mean, for me, the, the hardest thing is that I like rap so much and rap through obviously saying it all the time. So I've, I've trained myself to insert words to substitute that when it's used in song. I've gotten pretty good at it. And on the fly, just boom, just think of different words. Have I told you that story about Gettysburg? It was like one of my first parties at Gettysburg. No. Nah. So one of my first parties at Gettysburg, I'm singing a song. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you said, yeah. And you got someone checked you on it. And yeah. he literally like just tapped me and he was like, yo, uh, yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't say that even in a song. And I was like, I can't, I was like, but I love the song. Like I love this yeah, rapper. And he that. was like, you're not allowed to say it. And he's like, say Hitta instead. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fair. That's yeah. a fair agreement. We just, but yeah. like he could have that conversation with me. Cause he knows. Cause you, he yeah. knew me. And yeah. he's like, well, it's like, this is like the nicest, like teddy bear of all time. He's not yeah. saying this cause he's a racist right. asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but getting off of it to make it more conspiratorial, because I like doing that. Yeah, let's talk that, about the conspiracy Yeah, theory. so the, cons the conspiracy theory is that uh, it's coordinated. All these attacks on Joe Rogan are coordinated, and the people doing it don't really care they, if he's racist or spreading COVID misinformation. It's really a political play because he has too much influence. Uh, and I, we were reading it. We were talking about there was a thread earlier where someone basically found where the 
compilation N-word video came from, and it's from basically like a Democratic Party super PAC, which has the organization behind it have been responsible for other like stories as well and accounts that are involved with like people getting outed as like insert phobic here kind of thing. Do you think we live in the golden age of conspiracy theories? Like, I think we're going to look back on this like 10 years and be like, that's when like conspiracy theories were really kicking. I don't think it's conspiracy theories. I think it's, we have more of an ability to be able to figure out what's really going on. We have more information. Yes. There's more information and more of a way to figure out like what's happening behind the scenes of things. So like, I don't know, like some things it's like we call them conspiracy theories, but like if they're true, like, is it really, you know what I mean? Like I'm a, I'm a logic person. I always say this on this episode uh, on this. And I usually tend to try not to believe conspiracy theories, but like, when they're really believable and really logical, like what else are you to do? Also, this stuff was happening leading up to Spotify's earnings. Uh, and um, there's one other thing that I was going to say that's like kind of points to it being pretty coordinated. But um, but yeah, so I definitely think I definitely subscribe. Like, but he still said it. So that's the thing. It's like he still did things he shouldn't have done, said things he shouldn't have said. But the... Which I think Prez said this, and I kind of agree with that. It, and we're kind of saying it too, where it's okay if you have a problem with that. You have every right to have a problem with what was said and everything. But it's important to be aware of the reasons why you're finding out about it. Yep. That's like, exactly how he phrased it. And I yeah. thought it was perfect. He was, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm fucking obviously the biggest right. Prez fan of all time. Yeah. But the way, like that little statement he gave, I was like, that was very well done. Right. I hate that thing still. Like where, wherever, yeah, wherever side you land on how you feel about it, I think is okay either, like no matter what. But when you I, see this video and when you yeah. see any information, you should ask yourself like, why am I being shown this right now? Right, What's the source of this? Yeah, there, there's a reason why people, and I think it's true. People don't like how much influence he has. He, like people don't like that he platforms certain people, it platforms people that are against like, you know, the narratives that, so big organizations want us to follow. There's this really like weird little change. And I know we have to wrap yeah. up here, so I don't want to go too far off basis, but there's this weird change that I'm seeing happening in the, let's call it hippie world, where almost always like a hippie would be very left leaning. Yes. More and more, dude. Like I hung out with this kid this weekend who I fucking love him. He's a great dude. And he's like, honestly, almost just like me. He is so radically like right that it's crazy how it's almost like a full circle. Yeah, where being right like, is like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like the people that are like the furthest on the conspiracy theory, like right side of things. And like they're trying to bring down Rogan and they want to make me wear a mask and ruin my freedoms. Like those people are used like, to be the people on the left. Yeah, they're like hippies. Yeah. There's a, there's a really cool theory. It's one of my favorite things of all time in political whatever yeah. in like American government. It's like they you, we describe the political spectrum as a line. Yeah. But in reality, it's sh- it's shaped more like a horseshoe where like the two far polar opposites, so the far right and the far left are actually closer to each other 
than they are to the people that are more moderate in their same party. Yeah. It's like the far right and the far left have closer ideals than far right does with a moderate conservative. Yeah. I've also seen things where it's like, again, not the same Democrat Republican, but it's also, it's kind of like four, it's like a four quadrant thing. And it's authoritarian and like libertarian. There's like a lot more like complex. Me and Mikey Stan actually just had this conversation about how funny and like ironic it is that the people, we might've talked about this on here, but all of the people who say that the vaccine, getting the vaccine should be their choice. Like, and I think they'll literally say my body, my choice. Yeah. Like it's are the anti-abortion people. Right. Who are like pro-life, like, and then the exact opposite side does the same. And those are such contradicting statements. How do you not read those two statements and understand, like, I am co- I'm actively contradicting myself right now? Well, I was saying that to you before we started recording about how, like, that's a beef I have with a lot of people's line of argue, like line of reasoning in general is that they'll contradict themselves, like. In the middle I, of it. Right. If I agree, like, if I disagree with you, it's one thing. But it, as long as your logic is consistent throughout. I'm okay with that. And we just disagree. We agree to disagree. Right. But if you say one thing, but then in a different situation, your logic's the opposite. I'm going like, to lose my shit. Right. You're making <laughs> yes, no fucking I, sense. I will lose my fucking and shit. And most people do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all of the people that are like saying, if they're on the left, they're like, you, everyone should have to get a vaccine. But if they want to get an abortion, it's their body, their choice. And then the exact opposite, which is like my body, my choice don't. But if you have a baby, you have yeah. to have that baby. It's not your choice. Yes. It's also Those so, are contradicting which statements. you kind of touched on too. It's so interesting just how like, like people, like left leaning has become like more authoritarian and more like pro, like big corporations yeah. and big, like you, that used to be like, no, like freedom, like fucking leave me alone. Like I want to live. And now it's like, and like uh, someone on the right would be considered like very authoritarian liking, like. It's just and so, now they're more like my freedoms, give me my freedoms, give me my. But choice. which I guess is still consistent with being having like a conservative viewpoint is you want like your freedoms, everyone to fuck off. But it's just like, like the corporations thing is weird. Like especially with the vaccine, that I've always thought that was interesting. That people on the left have always, for a while, tended to be people who didn't like these big for-profit corporations. That now they're like you know, like put the cape on for them, which I just think is weird. Like how it's flipped like that. One thing to put a cap on this I've realized is politics over the last four to five years have really fucked some people up like for the rest of their life. Yeah, that's why being political sucks. I think people are very very political like either way. It's just like- Yeah, when it's your personality and it's like all you want to talk about, I'm like- I want to talk about it. I'm down to talk about it. I just don't like- if you align super hard either way, I just think like you're. I was. Really, gonna, you're I'm only. Then. I'm only down to talk about it if yeah. I can tell that like you. It's just a conversation topic to you. Yeah. It's not like like a, your I life. Win. Yeah. Well, I want to win the argument, but same. But like, I will. I will talk to someone about politics all day if I if I can understand that they also like you and I. Yeah. We'll have discussions all the time, but like at the end of the day, like it's just it's the exact same thing to us as debating like. Yeah. Your favorite movie that right. nobody else likes. Right. Like it's just a debate we're going to have. Yes. And then we'll be done with it and walk away. Just a sport of debate. To some yeah. people, like it literally is their life. Yes. And like they won't let you drop it until you agree with them. And I hate having those kind of conversations. Right. And I just think in general, I don't like the fact that like you really think you're on the right side and the other side just totally bad. Like the fact that people just 
they both suck. Like if you don't think if, if we if you can't if we can't start there, then it's like I can't even. Yeah. Like because your your brain. We can't start by agreeing that politics suck and both of the extremes on both sides suck. Yeah. Then we're not going to start this conversation right. at all. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um. All right. Let's wrap up. We're about to hit two hours, baby. I love it's you the guys. First time we ever did it. Woo! Two Thanks hours. Thanks for hanging in this whole episode. All right. Hot sauce, people. The hot sauce is we'll on its way. Uh, yeah. From the last couple of weeks, you guys will all be getting your hot sauce soon. All right. And say the N word. Three, two, two one. one.